Mania. My name is Jesse Nelson, joined by the Dean of Area High School Sports, Dennis Semrau. For nearly 50 years, Zimbrick Honda has provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles, and the trusted staff of Zimbrick Honda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're in the market for a new Honda or a used Honda, visit Zimbrick Honda in Madison today or online at Zimbrick. Com. Dennis Semra, as we get set for tonight's game in Division Three, Level Four, the state semifinals of the high school football playoffs. The number four seed in this sectional, the Grafton Blackhawks of the Woodland Conference, where they were tied for the conference title in the regular season with a conference record of six and one. They're overall ten and two entering this game, and the Stoughton Vikings, the seven sectional. Tied for fourth place in the regular season in the Badger Small Conference, a Cinderella run continuing for the Vikings making their deepest postseason run in school history. Dennis, it's truly two Cinderellas with a chance to compete and a chance to win away to Camp Randall next week. Well, it's been a long time since Grafton's been here, since 84. Stoughton's never been uh, this far. And uh, three words, their mantra on the offseason, why not us? Why not? Vikings have beaten the one seed, the two seed, and the three seed, the number one last week, Monroe. Number four is next. We'll see what happens. This is going to be a fun one tonight. Dennis, what is it about Stoughton? As we talk about the Vikings, we saw them a couple of times this year. They lost the game we had on Prep Mania against DeForest in uh, week five, 31-21. We saw them in the final week of the regular season. They lost 53-6 to to Sun Prairie East. What the heck has happened to the Vikings where suddenly they've taken down the number one, number two, and number three seeds in this region it's unbelievable well confidence factor for one that that last game you say okay we're going to the playoffs we can forget what happened the, anything that could go wrong did in, a, in about an eight minute sequence against sun prairie every mistake they made the uh cardinals just pounced on them and and you don't against a good team you can't give them an inch they'll take a mile so basically the coaches is hey we've had a, kind of an up and down season we can do it one of the keys was getting cole sarbacher back their inside linebacker, broke his hand in the first game, played through it, didn't know it was broken. I uh, missed a couple of games during the season. He has just been a stud on defense. Defensively, I think, is where they've really picked up. They were giving up around 200 yards a game rushing, and they've really cut that in half down the stretch. Uh, then, then you've got a quarterback in uh, Drew Vinny, who's really a blossom this year, and he's got some big play receivers, and Chris Cooksey, Sawyer Shipper, Jay Johnson, and LaShawn Braun last week. Uh, really came into play. Uh, this has just been a, a fantastic, you say, dream season. Well, it all comes down to if you're not giving up points on defense, uh, you got a chance to be in games. And you look what they've done in the playoffs. They've done that. Uh, last week was the big one, though, down 16 nothing, came back and knocked off the defending state champion uh, Monroe Cheesemakers. So they're coming into this one going, hey, one more, let's go. The best thing about it for Coach Becker, he gets to coach these guys one more week. And this is such a close team uh, that uh, that can't be underestimated, just the uh, camaraderie and the uh, the spirit this uh, group of Vikings has. And now we talk about the Grafton Blackhawks here, co-champions of the Woodland Conference this year. They average 37 points a game. They like to score, but the defense is also up to the challenge, averaging just 14 points allowed per game. Dennis, if you want to look at a formula for how Grafton can win this game tonight, what is it? 
Well, they've got a, a quarterback uh, in uh, Brady Hilgart who has uh, made the all-region team for the uh, Coach Association. And uh, if you let him sit back in the pocket, he can just pick you apart. He's got some great receivers. Uh, he's got a great offensive tackle, James Nellis, a uh, strong, gifted athlete who's also a wrestler at left tackle to kind of protect that backside. And uh, a running back in Tommy Lutz, who's rushed for almost 1,200 yards and 20 touchdowns this year. So uh, you got a quarterback who's dual threat, though. He can run a little bit. Um, but uh, I think overall, this is, again, a Grafton team. They had their own demons. Port Washington has just knocked them off. You look at what their record is. Uh, they're uh, in 19-4 and in their last 23 games. Three of those losses have came to Port Washington. They lost to them at Port early week two, came back in week uh, level two of the playoffs, and got a big win, 22-21. to And I think that sparked them last week past Menasha. And it has them saying, hey, why not us too? Uh, we've got the, we've got the uh, kind of team that can do it. And that's a very young Grafton team, too. We're going to see them, the bulk of this team back next year, so they could be making a couple-year run here. Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania brought to you in part by the GRB Academy. Baseball for the serious player. The GRB Academy wants to be part of your plan to reach your potential. Utilize GRB Academy's 52,000-square-foot facility, 14 batting cages, and 6,000-square-foot weight rooms. Personal lessons available year-round and with over 300 college players and over 150 D1 players. GRB led the way in the Midwest for college recruitment and player development. Visit grbacademy.com for more information. We'll step aside, and when we come back on the other side of the break... The state semifinal in Division Three, Grafton and Stoughton on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania.
Jaden Teagues, the senior. One play, six points for the Grafton Blackhawks. And this state semifinal is underway with a bang. 61 yards in, what is it, 11 seconds. <laughs> Unbelievable start for Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Grafton on the first play of the game goes to the end zone. Jaden Teague, 61 yards. Point after attempt is good. 7-0 Blackhawks. Just like that. Remarkable start to this game. Dennis Semrau, if you were going to draw it up, if you're Grafton, how do you do it? Well, let's just go ahead and throw one deep to set the tone for this game early. Hillgard to Teagues, and there goes Grafton. Oh, well, I love it. The keys to the game, starting with Grafton. Establish the run game and own the line of scrimmage. That doesn't look like establishing the run game to me. Uh, limit the big plays and pressure the quarterback and be consistent. Execute at a high level. There you go, number three. That's executing on a high level. Uh, for Stoughton, pressure the quarterback. Didn't get to him on that one. Stay ahead of the sticks. That means uh, avoid the penalties and negative plays and win the turnover battle. Well, right away, one of the concerns Coach Becker had is this quarterback here, uh, Hilgart for uh, Grafton, a big play, a guy with big play receivers, and they went deep right away and got the big one. Grafton now kicking right to left with a 7-0 lead just 16 seconds into this game. 11.44 to go in the first quarter. 7-0, Blackhawks on top. Now how will Stoughton respond? That is the question as the Vikings return the kickoff just out past the 20-yard line to the 22 on the return for Logan Hedstrom. So here come the Vikings, a 7-5 overall record on the season. Entering play today, they finished tied for fourth in the Badgers' small regular season with Sauk Prairie. But here comes Stoughton, one of four Madison area teams remaining in the playoff field. The only Badger small team remaining in the playoff field. And the Vikings get their first chance to play to get to a state championship. They have never advanced further in a WIAA postseason in football than they have this season. And their first play from scrimmage is a handoff running left side for maybe a yard. That's all that's doing for Stoughton. Dennis Semrau, they are led by junior quarterback Drew Vinny, who is a playmaker that's helped the Cinderella run for Stoughton. Hey, he's completed 56% of his passes, 2,165 yards. 21 touchdowns to 11 interceptions. He hasn't run much, only 15 yards because the sacks come out of that but he has two touchdowns rushing as well this year. Second down and 10 after no gain on the first down players. Fake the handoff, Vinny looking to throw, goes to the right side flat. It's caught at the 20 yard line, outside the numbers to the 25, pushed out of bounds shy of the 30 yard line. Senior playmaker, wide receiver, Sawyer Shipper led the team with 58 catches on uh, the season and postseason entering play tonight. He gets a chunk of yardage back, setting up a manageable third down at about five yards to go for Stoughton. Yeah, Shippers are a big play guy. You can watch. They like that bubble screen with him and then kind of break off and go deep. Uh, so they're going to try to have a couple long throws to him just like we saw Grafton on their first series. Ball on the right hash at the 28-yard line. Line to gain is the 32. Third down and four. One receiver left, one to the right. Shotgun formation. Here's the snap fake the give. Vinny throws left side. First down yardage at the numbers. Complete to Shipper. And he's out of bounds near the 40-yard line. Back 
to the playmaker, Sawyer Shipper. First down, Stilton. The Vikings move the chains on their opening drive. Yeah, Shipper, one of the best athletes on this team. Uh, honorable mention all-conference receiver, outstanding basketball player, also baseball and track his sport. So multiple guy, very skilled, and uh, go to your big play guy right away. On the 38-yard line, 10-48 to go. First quarter, 7-0 Grafton after the Blackhawks scored on the first play from scrimmage in this game. Ball on the left hash. One receiver right, one to the near side left. Here's the snap. Vinny, handoff this time to the line of scrimmage, breaking one tackle out to the 40-yard line for a gain of two yards, senior Bo Iverson. 142 carries on the season for Iverson, the senior. He shares time in that backfield with Cole Sarbacker, who's also a great playmaker on the defensive side, playing both ways for Stoughton. But that time, Dennis Semrau, Bo Iverson, lowering the shoulder and the extra push gave him a three-yard gain. Yeah, Bo will be the main carrier with the Starbucker. Give him a rest here or there. Also keep an eye on Mason Richter, their H-back. Same formation. One receiver set to either side. Here's the snap and a shotgun. Vinny fakes the handoff, rolling right, looking downfield. Has a man outside the numbers, past midfield, out of bounds into Grafton territory. That is Chris Cooksey, a senior wide receiver for the Vikings, moving the chains, first down Stoughton. Cooksey leading the team on the year with 682 receiving yards entering play tonight. Dennis, nice play, first down Stoughton. Yeah, just moving the chains, 11 yards on that one. You want to stay ahead, just uh, limit penalties and turnovers here. And uh, while uh, Grafton was quick strike, they're going to be a little bit more deliberate in their offense tonight. Two receivers to the right side, one to the far left. Vinny, handoff, Iverson. Left side now cuts back upfield, only a gain of about two yards, down to the 47 for Stoughton. Second down and eight for the Vikings, trailing 7-0 with 9.30 to go in the first quarter. This could be a long game tonight. Both teams love the pass, uh, about a 2-1 to ratio passing to rushing. Uh, Stoughton averaging just 91 yards uh, on the ground, but uh, going early, trying to establish that line of scrimmage. Ball spotted in the middle of the field between the hashes at the 47 of Grafton. Second and eight, shotgun formation. Here's Vinny for Stoughton. Takes it, delayed handoff. Iverson running left, has room, cuts up field, lowers the shoulder into a couple of defenders for Grafton past the 45-yard line. Down to the 44 is where he's spotted. Gain of about, what are we going to call that, three or four yards for Stoughton. Sets up. Third and five for the Vikings. Line to gain is the 39-yard line of Grafton. They're spotted at the 44. Uh, keep an eye on the uh, Heinley brothers, Jackson, who is a senior, and Tyler, uh, inside linebacker, the, uh, I believe he's a sophomore. Vinny throws to the flat right side, outside the numbers. Not enough for first down yardage, I don't think. It was number eight on the receiving end. That's Mason Richter, the tight end, but he was pushed out of bounds at the 42. So a gain of two. It's fourth and three for the Vikings, and it looks like the offense is staying on the field. First big decision for head coach Jason Becker tonight. Dennis, you like it? I do. Uh, you're going to maybe try to pin them in there. Their punting game hasn't been that solid. Jays is averaging under 30 yards a kick, so why not? See if they can pick one up early. One receiver to the near side right. Trips formation left. Vinny looks left side. There throws into traffic. It's caught in the air. Sailing down. First down, Stoughton. Richter, the tight end, gets it. And the Vikings keep the opening drive of the game alive. To the 35-yard line. Love the play design. Great execution. First down, Stoughton. Just a little slant pattern there, and he was wide open. 
just enough. You got to make sure you get past the sticks. A lot of times the receivers just catch it in front, but he was plenty, passed it with plenty of room. First down, Vikings at the 35-yard line of Grafton. Grafton scored on the first play from scrimmage, a 61-yard touchdown run. Stoughton more methodical on its opening drive. Taking a shot left side, down the sideline, coming back for it. Incomplete down inside the five-yard line on the far left side of the field. That was a good throw from Vinny, just couldn't quite collect it. Good coverage on that side of the field as well. Second and 10, Stoughton at the 35, 7.53 to go first quarter. Uh, Jay Johnson uh, caught 23 passes. That could have been number 24, just couldn't reel it in. Second and 10 for the Stoughton Vikings, who have defeated Greendale, Waterford, and Monroe en route to this state semifinal at Waukesha West High School. Vinny back to throw, screen, middle, and it is stopped right away. The Grafton Blackhawks defense all over it, including number 55, Jackson Heinley, in there to get the stop. Yeah, I mentioned one of the captains uh, for the Blackhawks. Uh, diagnose that one right away. A loss of four yards on the play. Stoughton in a difficult third and 14 situation now. Ball at the 39 of Grafton. Line to gain is the 25. Trips formation to the right side. One receiver left. Here's the snap. Vinny fakes the handoff for Iverson. Rolling right. Throws downfield. Has a man. It's caught down near the 20-yard line. First down Stoughton. Chris Cooksey. What a play on third and 14 for the Vikings to move him again. Vinny looks calm and comfortable in the pocket, and again, the receiver's making plays downfield. Dennis, that's a formula for success for Stoughton. Yeah, that's the 12th play of the drive after giving up the quick one, giving the uh, defense plenty of rest out here tonight. Great drive by the offense. 6.50 to go first quarter. Here we go. Vinny fakes the handoff, rolling left, looking downfield, now tucks it himself. And he's brought down near the line of scrimmage at the 21-yard line, maybe a half of yard for Drew Vinny on the keeper. He doesn't really run at all as a quarterback. 80 rushes for just 15 yards on the season. Yeah, Matthew Sugar, number three, and on that tackle for Grafton. So second and 10, we'll call it no gain for the Vikings. 6.20 to go in the first quarter. Grafton 7, Stoughton nothing. Winner to Camp Randall Stadium next Friday at 10 a.m. in the Division Three State Championship. We'll be there, and they're predicting uh, 40s, 50s maybe for next week. Don't tell me that, Dennis, because you know what's going to happen then. It's, it's a whole eight days till that weather's going to change. Blizzard, right? Here's the handoff. Iverson running left side into traffic inside the 20, I think, on the effort. We'll see where they officially spot him. Looks like the side judge giving him the right at the 20. So let's call it a gain of one, setting up third down and nine for Stoughton. Opening drive of the game. For the Vikings, Grafton scored on its first drive. Yeah, 15 plays, they've taken almost six minutes off the clock here. Ball near the left hash. In field goal range, you would think. More on that coming up here in a moment. Two receivers to the near side left. Two spread out to the far side right. Iverson, the lone tailback to the side of Vinny. Shotgun, Vinny takes the snap, steps up. Middle of the field, oh. throws a wobbler incomplete. Too tall for his intended receiver, Jay Johnson. No flags. It is fourth and nine for the Stoughton Vikings and decision time for Coach Becker. What do you want to do here? Yeah, Johnson's 6'4". If he was about 6'6", maybe he would have caught that one just a couple inches outside his reach. 
Stoughton's offense appears to be staying out on the field. They converted on a fourth down earlier on this opening drive. Let's see if they go for it again. Looks like a little confusion here for the Stoughton offense. And, yep, Coach Becker is going to call a timeout to talk things over. We'll take it with him. 5-17 to go first quarter. Big thing for Stoughton. 30-second timeout. 7-0 Grafton on Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania. Fourth down for Stoughton. Here we go. Fourth and nine. 5-17 to go in the first quarter, trailing 7-0. Vinny rolls right, throws middle of the field. Incomplete. A little bit behind the intended receiver, Sawyer Shipper. It's a turnover on downs for the Stoughton Vikings. A long, well-sustained opening offensive series comes up short driving into Grafton territory. So the Blackhawks take over, leading 7-0. Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on ESPN Madison's YouTube channel and on 100.5 ESPN. Jesse Nelson along with the Dean, Dennis Semrau. Special thanks to our audio producer, Riley Yauk, back in our Everlight Solar ESPN Madison studio. Video producer, Ryan Wollersheim. Wooly on site with us here at Waukesha West High School. Grafton football, first down and something lead. 5-11 to go in the first quarter. First throw, right side complete outside the numbers and out of bounds near the 33-yard line. Nice catch and throw for Grafton. They were moving fast on the first series. That's Carson Hildebrand, the leading receiver on the year, number 18 in the home orange uniforms for the Blackhawks on the receiving end. And Grafton again goes to the air, Dennis. So much for establishing the running game. Two passes out of the gates for the Blackhawks. Yeah, one of the big losses is uh, defensive back Casey Qualm for Stoughton went out second level of the playoffs, broken leg. He had 10 interceptions, two return for touchdowns, all-region player. They're exploiting that weakness. Ball on the right hash, fake the handoff. Here's a throw left side flat, lowering the shoulder out past the 35-yard line. Staying inbounds in a great burst out near midfield. What a play to pick up the first down. That was Tyler Van Sloys on the receiving end. And look at him go first down Grafton. Uh, that's what second effort will get you. Three straight. Uh, now they've uh, gone three straight times through the air. Everyone in double digits. Ball on the left side. Uh, or on, excuse me, on the left hash, just shy of midfield, but it was good for first down yardage out to the 48-yard line. Ball of the 48 in Grafton territory. Line to the gain is the 42 in Stoughton territory. Another attempt to oh. the air, but this time Stoughton got to him. Ball's loose. Who's got it? Stoughton saying they have it. Yes, they do. First turnover of the game. Stoughton forces a fumble of junior quarterback Brady Hilgard, and the Vikings take over in Grafton territory with 427 to play in the first quarter. Credit 54, Ben Harmon. He gets a sack that's his 12th of the year, 20th tackle for loss, two, and then that was recovered by a number eight, and that was uh, Mason Richter. Who another is the uh, player. other defensive end? So one defensive end gets the sack and the forced fumble. The other defensive end picks it up. Great starting field position for Stoughton's second offensive series of the game at the Grafton 43 after forcing the turnover. Let's see what the Vikings can do. Trailing 7 nothing in this state semifinal. Vinny to the air, wants to take a shot. Left side going deep. 
There was some contact. Receiver fell to the floor. Jay Johnson, I believe, was the intended receiver there, number 10 on the far side. It is incomplete. Second down and 10 for Stoughton. I like that decision, Dennis. Go ahead and take a shot to capitalize on the momentum from the turnover. Yeah, it was huge. It was a five-yard loss on that sack. And uh, take over in uh, the territory. Why not go up over the top on the first play, see if you can tie it up here. But now they have to go back and... This is four-down territory. Well, one thing to watch for with Vinny, too, that's a couple of deep balls downfield that he's come up a little bit short throwing down that left side. Not sure if the wind is factoring in, if those are just a couple of underthrown balls, but something to keep an eye on here as this game continues. Vinny on second down, rolls right, throwing again, incomplete. Not on the same page with Sawyer Shipper as he broke into the route, running to the outside beyond the 40-yard line as marked on this Waukesha West football field. Third and 10, Stoughton. With 4.16 to go in the first quarter, trailing 7-0. 56% passer during the season uh, for Vinny, but uh, also thrown for 2,100 yards, so he's got his share of uh, makes, usually big ones. Four seed Grafton, seven seed Stoughton. Winner to Camp Randall Stadium next week, Friday at 10 a.m., the Division Three. WIAA State Football Championship. You can listen to them all on 100.5 ESPN. Ball in the middle of the field. Two receivers right, one to the left. Man in motion right to left. Vinny wants to throw. Goes left side. One-on-one -on -one coverage. Again, a deep ball. Johnson coming back for it. Could not collect it as it falls incomplete. So now three attempted passes going for Johnson deep down the left side. Stoughton likes something they see over there, but they've been unable to complete the pass on all three attempts. Now fourth down and 10, and it looks like the punting unit is coming out for the Vikings at the 43-yard line, line to gain being the 33. I think they're going to try and pin Grafton back. That appears to be what they're going to do. Johnson, the punter. So you run all the way downfield. You can't come up with the catch. Then you got to run all the way 50 yards back and go punt the football. Johnson, a reliable punter for Stoughton on the season, also a basketball player. Takes the snap, steps into it, kick is away, and fielded at the 10-yard line. It's dropped, rolls back to the five, picked up, and Stoughton is going to complete oh. the tackle. Look at all the Vikings That's back there to make the tackle. Grafton pinned deep inside the 10-yard line to begin its next offensive series with 3.57 to go in the first quarter. Stoughton's, excuse me, Grafton 7, Stoughton nothing, Blackhawk football. Here for its third offensive series of the night. That was your gunner. That was Harmon who forced that fumble in the last series. Got down there to uh, make the tackle on the muff. So um, good choice here. They flipped the field. Now you're going to make them go 93 yards to score. First down, Grafton. Ball officially spotted at the seven-yard line is where this drive begins for the team in orange. Grafton defeating Wisconsin Lutheran. The big upset win at Port Washington in level two and defeating Menasha by four points last week to advance here to this state semifinal. First down carry, running right side. Tommy Lutz outside the numbers near the first down marker. For as much as we said Grafton wanted to establish running the football, Dennis with 3.45 to go here in the first quarter. That's the first run of the night for the Grafton Blackhawks. Lutz gets out near the first down on a gain of nine. Well, he came in averaging seven yards a carry, and he just picked up nine on his first one. So... Uh, for the uh, Blackhawk fans, it was worth the wait. And in motion right to left, here's the snap handed off. Lutz running right side, has first down yardage outside the numbers, up the sideline and bumped out of bounds, shy of the 30-yard line. First down, Grafton, and now on the third offensive series of the night, it's time to run with Tommy Lutz. 
164 carries, over 1,100 yards entering play tonight for number 21. First team all Woodland Conference running back, also a basketball player for the Blackhawks. Well, so much for the running game. Here's five wide. Three receivers to the far side left, two to the near side right. The quarterback, Hilgard, awaiting the snap. Takes it. Pressure coming from the Stoughton front. Hilgard steps up, there and he's dropped back behind the 20-yard line. Guess who? Ben Harmon once again. That's now his 13th team-leading sack uh, for the Vikings. Uh, saw a couple of their games. Uh, DeForest, I know Sauk Prairie. They were just uh, Fort Atkinson. Uh, he and uh, Beckett Spildy make a great one-two punch there on that side of the line. Great play again for the Stoughton defense backing up Grafton, facing second down and 17 are the Blackhawks with 2.45 to go in the first quarter and a 7-0 advantage. Ball in the right hash, one receiver to the far side left, one to the near side right. Here's the snap under center. It's a pitch. Lutz running right side. Has some blockers in front, and he gets some good yardage out to the 25-yard line. Still short of the original line of scrimmage up near the 27. Sets up third and about 12 on a gain of, let's call it, five for Tommy Lutz. Again, the run defense for Stoughton has been phenomenal down the stretch here. Uh, they're giving up about 142 yards, but that was over well over 200 earlier in the season. For a Cinderella story like Stoughton, it's not surprising to say they actually come into tonight's game after 12 this season and postseason, allowing more points than they've gained <laughs> yes. for the year. They've uh, scored 22 a game. They give up 23 a game. Here's the snap on third and long. Hilgard screen pass up the middle, breaking one tackle, room to run, first down yardage, yes. Grafton extends the drive. What a play design. you got to defend the screen in that situation. Stoughton did not, and Grafton keeps it first down out past the 40 to the 43-yard line. Nice play for the Blackhawks, setting up first and 10 with 90 seconds to go in the first quarter. Ball in the middle of the field. Two receivers to the near side right, one to the far side left. Man in motion now right to left. Here's the snap. Hilgart takes it. Hand off Lutz. Running right side. Bounces outside the numbers to the 45. Lowers the shoulder. Powers forward to midfield. Gain of about seven. Second and three. Grafton with a 7-0 lead. Been an exciting Grafton team this year. They're averaging 352 yards a game offensively. Uh, still, I love to go through the air, but they're averaging 140 rushing. So, uh, put the ball in Lutz's hands and let him get to work, and that's what's happening right now. Ball on the right hash at midfield, line to gain the 47 of Stoughton. Second and three under a minute to go in the first quarter. Grafton up 7-0. Hand off Lutz, right side, shuffles his way forward for first down yardage. Dives forward to the 45 of Stoughton. First down, Grafton. Right, that was a little sidestep shuffle there to get through, and then lowers it, and uh, like all good running backs, knows how to fall forward. 40 seconds and counting to go in the first quarter. Grafton back into Stoughton territory. They scored on the first play of the game from scrimmage. Ball in the right hash, two receivers left, one to the near side right. Here's the snap. Lutz again, right side, uses a block. Continues to push forward down inside the 40. It's that second effort from Tommy Luff that makes, Lutz, excuse me, that makes him so dangerous, Dennis. You think you have him, and he ends up getting three or four more. 6'2-195-pounder. Uh, Packs a lot of punch here. Ten seconds to go in the quarter. Looks like Grafton wants to get one more playoff facing second and two. 
Shotgun formation for Hilgard on the right hash. Three seconds to go in the quarter. Hilgard tried to draw Stoughton off sides, and he did. Unless Grafton moved up front, I don't think that's what happened. I think Stoughton jumped. Uh, they yep. took the bait with Grafton trying to draw them right before the end of the quarter. That is what happened, and that is the end of the first quarter. Grafton will have a first down and a seven-point lead when we come back. Twelve minutes in the books in this state semifinal in Division Three. Grafton 7, Stoughton nothing. 60-second timeout on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. Jesse Nelson and the Dean Dennis Semrau. Second quarter underway. Grafton with a 7-0 advantage over Stoughton. Winner to the Division Three state championship game next Friday morning at Camp Randall Stadium on the first play of the second quarter. A short gain for Tommy Lutz, the running back of the Grafton Blackhawks, down inside the 30-yard line, gain of about four, call it second and six for Grafton. A sustained drive. If you're just joining us, Grafton scored on the first play of the game. A 61-yard touchdown pass, the only score thus far. Brady Hilgart to Jaden Teagues. Teagues' fourth touchdown of the year. Took everyone by surprise. Other than that, there's been a lot of action, but no scoring. 7-0. Grafton balls loose on a fumbled exchange. And Hilgart was able to get it back, but he is dropped for a loss back behind the original line of scrimmage near the 33-yard line. So a little miscommunication there, Dennis. Sets up third down and 11. Tough break for Grafton. Yeah, they're getting a lot of pressure up front there. Maybe just a little nervous on that one on the previous play. Both uh, Spildy and Harmon... Uh, were there along with uh, Richter to make that tackle, and this time, I don't know, kind of bobbed his head there a little bit. <laughs> and the uh, b- biggest thing was protecting the football right here. You're in field goal range. Third and 11 at the 32-yard line. Line to gain the 21. Ball on the right hash, two receivers near side right. Three to the left. Here's the snap over the middle. Caught at the 25. First down, Grafton inside the Stoughton 20. They forgot about the guy right up the middle, and Grafton connects and picks up a first down. That was number nine, Teagues, who had the touchdown catch. Teagues again comes up with a big catch and first down, this time for the Blackhawks. Pick up a 15 on that one. Down to the 17-yard line of Stoughton with 10-15 to go in the second quarter. Grafton, 7-0 advantage, looking for more. Here's the shotgun snap. Handoff, Lutz to the 15, barrels forward down near the 13-yard line. Tommy Lutz, heavy dose on this drive, which began in the late stage of the first quarter and has been sustained now under 10 minutes to go in the second. Trying to neutralize that pass rush for Stoughton, which has been tremendous, especially the last uh, three or four weeks. And uh, Lutz uh, just get in what he can, just power run. Ball near the middle of the field as Grafton comes out for more. Second down, Grafton. They can pick up a first down at the eight-yard line. Man in motion right to left. Here's the snap. Hilgart, handoff, right side to the 12th. Third down and about four yards to go. Tommy Lutz again. Dennis, what are you making of the dynamic here so far? It appears Grafton's offense, when running at full strength, outside of that turnover, they've they've had control of this game so far. Yeah, the, the turnover battle, that was the big one. Now, Stone was going to have to do something to throw them off the rhythm, especially when the quarterback was getting back in those first uh, few plays. 
rhythm now with the run, they're getting a kind of a flow there. They're pound the rock philosophy. It's not about running. It's just about being persistent. Bring your lunch pail, play after play after play, and that's what they're doing. Lots hand off to the 10. Stoughton gets them shy of the first down line to gain. Fourth and short for Grafton at the 10 with a 7-0 lead and 8.30 to go in the second quarter. What will the Blackhawks do? Do you kick the field goal with Harrison Burke, who's 6 of 7 on the season, or do you keep the offense out there? Looks like the offense is staying on fourth and two. Two receivers left. Nobody to the near side right. Shotgun formation. Hilgard. Checks the sideline, calls timeout with 8.05 to go in the second quarter. Grafton 7, Stoughton nothing. We'll keep it right here. Jesse Nelson, Dennis Semrau, Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania. Since 1962, Stoughton Trailers has been a family-owned and operated business with competitive wages and excellent benefits plus growth and advancement opportunities. Stoughton Trailers is an exciting place to grow your career. Join the collaboration, innovation, and dynamic team atmosphere at Stoughton Trailers with positions now open in production, operations, finance, sales, engineering, supply chain, and more. Go to stojobs.com to apply today. That's sto jobs.com on behalf of stoughton trailers best of luck to all the participants in today's game stoughton trailers big trailers big opportunity i know it says best of luck to all participants i have a feeling stoughton trailers might have a stake in the game tonight (laughs) just a just a hunch for the folks over at stoughton trailers i see stoughton's first drive was a 16 play drive we had a fumble a punt and now 15 play the 15th play coming up here and uh, it's 14 plays, 83 yards on this march down the field, spanning the first and second quarters for the Blackhawks. Out of the timeout, offense is still on the field on fourth and two. Here's the snap. Handoff, Lutz. He was dragged down at the shoestrings, but I think he got enough for the first down. Lunge forward, fell forward. Stoughton's defense is saying they think they got him. Are they saying he did not get it? No, they're going to mark him short. Where's knee hit. Wow. Lunch forward, but it looks like the knee got down first before he got the ball down. He must have been just barely short of the first down line to gain. I thought Lutz had it with the extension easily, but yeah, you're right, Dennis. That knee must have been marked down. It's a turnover on downs. What a stop for the Stoughton defense. If they would have had to come back from down two scores, they did it last week, down 16 nothing to Monroe, but wow. This is, this is a big turn of events for Grafton after wanting to go for it and try to make it a two-score game. Stoughton has it first down at their own eight. Down 7 nothing with eight minutes to go in the second quarter. Here's Drew Vinny. Wants to throw right side. Has a man out near the 20. That's Sawyer Shipper on the receiving end. Near the first down line to gain. Stoughton, yep, first down for a gain of 10 to Shipper. Well, just a square out pattern there. And got some separation, good throw. You see he's able to roll out right or left, throw on the run, and uh, he's been able to avoid that rush so far for Grafton. Ball on the right hash at the 20-yard line. It's a big play to get some breathing room for Stoughton, trailing 7-0 with 7.30 to go in the second quarter. Bunch formation on the left-hand side. Vinny fakes the handoff, wants to throw left, has a man wide open. It's caught at the 32-yard line. Shake and bake one defender, brought down from behind, out to the 40. Jay Johnson hauls it in. First catch of the night for Johnson. First down, Stoughton. Another big passing play. Vinny to Johnson, move the chains for the Vikings. 
Johnson not able to come up with a couple early in that first quarter. That was a big catch there, 19 yards. Gets them out of the shadow of their goal line. Now plenty of room. It opens up your offense to a lot of different things. Stoughton gaining some confidence again on this drive on the left hash at the 39-yard line. Line to gain the 49, just shy of midfield. Two receivers left. Here's the handoff, though. I think that's Iverson. Let's check in a moment. But Iverson is dropped at the line of scrimmage. No, that was actually uh, number 33 for the Stoughton oh, Vikings on Sarbacher. the carry. And that's Cole Sarbacher, yeah, who had the carry again, plays both sides. He is the second running back, the senior, sharing time with Iverson on the air. 373 yards, five touchdowns for Sarbacher. Also a couple of catches, including 83 yards. So. That was a nice tackle there by Tyler Heinley. He came in, leading tackler with 73 and leading with 11 tackles for loss. Not quite there, but held him to no gain. One receiver near side left, bunch formation right. That's where Vinny wants to throw. Outside the numbers at the 40, it's complete, but brought down shy of the 45. Gain of four, maybe five for the Vikings. Shipper on the receiving end. Third down and a manageable five yards, we'll call it, for Stoughton. Yep, they'll spot him at the 44, line to gain the 49. Six minutes to go in the second quarter, midway through the second 12-minute period. Grafton scored on the first play of the game. No scoring since. 7-0 remains our score. One big series here. Stone would like to punch one in. Remember, they deferred, so they get the kickoff in the second half. Ball in the right hash. Three receivers to the far side left, one to the near side right. The lone tailback to the left-hand side of Vinny is Sarbacher. Vinny wants to throw, steps up, fires, middle of the field, into traffic. It's caught on the run. Chris Cooksey gets it into Grafton territory at the 45-yard line. They'll spot him at the 44. First down, Stoughton, big connection. Vinny to Cooksey, and the Vikings will sustain the drive. Timeout for an injured player. Down for Grafton with 5.31 to go in the quarter. I'll tell you, after watching their game against Sun Prairie East where they were just do dominated by the Cardinals, this is a totally different Stoughton team. Something to be said for getting hot at the right time and then confident, the confidence factor. Uh, the longest winning streak of the year is three games all in the playoffs. Looks like our injured Grafton player is able to get up, so hopefully he's going to be okay. In the meantime, I'm going to remind you, milk has been building champions for centuries. Why? Research shows that real milk builds pre-game muscle. And low-fat chocolate milk restores post-game muscle for athletes like few other beverages. That's why pro football players know they're going to need milk to fuel their performance. Learn their inspiring stories at gonna-need-milk.com. Brought to you by the Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin. First down, Stoughton at the 44-yard line of Grafton. Here's the snap. Vinny wants to throw. Takes a shot down the right side of the field. Incomplete. Receiver falls to the ground. No flag. That was well out in front of the intended receiver there on the far side. I think it was Cooksey. 5.18 to go second quarter. Second and 10, Stoughton trailing 7-0 to Grafton. Yeah, they had trips left and then uh, got single coverage on Cooksey. Uh, deep tried to go out pattern toward the 20-yard uh, line and just a little too far. Stoughton and Grafton. Just like we all drew it up in the brackets when it came out <laughs> a few weeks ago. One of these teams will play for a state championship next week at Camp Randall Stadium. 5-18 to go in the second quarter. 7-0 Grafton leads Stoughton. Ball on the 44-yard line of Grafton. Line to gain is the 34. Near the middle of the field, one receiver left. Bunch formation right. Vinny takes the snap. Pressure coming from the Grafton defense. Vinny... 
Scrambling, now steps up, throws deep downfield on the run. It's That's caught super. at the 20, up the right sideline, extending near the goal line. Did he stretch, did he get it? Now they're going to mark him out of bounds near the four-yard line. But a great catch on the run for Sawyer Shipper. Drew Vinny extending the play, manipulating the pocket to his advantage, and a big play for the Vikings to set up first and goal at the two. Great pressure. He doesn't run very well. He's not definitely you know, a dual guy that's going to beat you with his legs. But in that pocket, I'll tell you, he knows where the spots are. And that out, the offensive line has done a great job uh, keeping his uh, uniform clean tonight. Even though we're on turf and there's no dirt, still. First and goal, two. That was a 42-yard completion. Outstanding play by Drew Vinny, the quarterback. Now can Stoughton capitalize and get its first points of the night? Vinny takes the snap. Handoff up the middle. Nope, didn't get there. Sarbacher. Cole Sarbacher, the senior running back, had the carry, but he did not get to the goal line. They'll give him a gain of one to the one-yard line. Second and goal, Stoughton trailing 7-0. 4.45 to go in the second quarter. Take your time here. You want to run the clock down. Don't give Grafton any time to, uh, to mount a comeback here for the uh, go-ahead score. But, yeah, punch one in here, even it up. I talked to Coach. Uh, they're 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 not going to be playing for the unlike Mount Horb last week, going for two right away. They're going to use their kicker here and try to tie it up here. Ball on the right hash. Vinny remains in a shotgun formation. Takes the snap. Steps up. Wants to throw left side. It's intercepted in oh. the end zone. Picked off by Grafton at the goal line. The Blackhawks' defense forces its first turnover of the night when it matters most. Tyler Deer, number 19 with that interception. His first of the season. What a time to get it in the 13th game of the year. Uh, you got to keep the ball on the ground there, don't you, Dennis? You don't oh, want to yeah. go to the air and have that potential situation. Oh, that's a tough break for Stoughton. Great play for Grafton. They take advantage of the turnover, and they have it first down, backed up in their own territory. But Grafton stands strong and preserves the shutout with 4.13 to go in the second quarter. What a play by the Blackhawks' defense. Well, they moved 85 yards on their last drive to punch it in. They're going to have to go 98 this time, and we've seen already the damage they can do through the air. Tyler Deer with the interception for the Grafton Blackhawks. Now first down for Grafton, trying to just get a little breathing room outside the goal line. They push forward for a yard or two. Four minutes to go in the second quarter. On as good as Vinny has been tonight, uh, he just threw that one into traffic. And again, you never know exactly what the situation is on how the play progressed. But that is a tough break for Stoughton. Oh. Evens the turnovers up at one apiece. Stoughton with a fumble recovery on uh, the second drive of the game for the Blackhawks. They could use one here, punch one out, and he kind of turn over to get a short field. We talk all season long, Dennis, about how important the final five minutes and the first oh. five minutes are near halftime. Oh, here we go. They got to the quarterback. They're not going to rule it a safety, though. Oh. They're going to say that the quarterback, Hilgart, was outside of the end zone. The Stoughton defense able to get pressure oh, to him Your favorite again. play. <laughs> I wanted to see some big men doing the safety dance. That did not happen. It's third down and 11 back at the one. Loss of two on that play. 
great defensive uh, stop there. Uh, several Vikings were in on the tackle. Yeah, Harmon and Spilly were right in the middle of that one. Under three minutes to play in the first half. Two timeouts remaining for Stoughton. Something to keep in mind if they're able to force a punt here on this play. If Grafton can get a first down here, they've got all three timeouts to try and go the length of the field as we approach the end of the first half. Shotgun formation. Well, now they have two timeouts because Grafton just called one to talk things over on third and 11. We'll take a 30-second timeout with them with 2.41 to go in the second quarter. Grafton 7, Stoughton nothing on Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania. Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania. Jesse Nelson, Dennis Semrau for nearly 50 years. Zimbrick Honda's provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles and the trusted staff of Zimbrick Honda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're in the market for a new Honda or used Honda, visit Zimbrick Honda today or online at ZimbrickHonda.com. Out of the timeout, Grafton on third and long. They're going to throw it deep into coverage. It's tipped and incomplete. That was a tough throw from the back of the end zone. Good uh, pressure applied by the Stoughton defense to force the throw maybe a little prematurely and it's tipped incomplete and now Grafton will have to punt backed up at its own one yard line with 235 to go. Tell you, give uh, Hilgard credit for standing in there because Spildy was in his grill. He was uh, That was a sack right there, a fraction of a second. We had a safety. And now let's see how this is handled. Grafton having to punt it away, standing all the way at the back. It's off the side of the foot. I don't know if it was blocked. I think it was just kind of kicked off to the side with pressure coming. Stoughton gets it at the Grafton 10. Vikings gifted an opportunity before the half with 2.27 to go in the second quarter. Trailing 7-0, Viking football, first and 10 at the Grafton 11-yard line. It's officially spotted. A 10-yard punt. <laughs> this game's had a little bit of everything so far. The, the football gods, and because it's at the 11, Stoughton can still pick up a first down here. Viking football, and I want to uh, correct myself from earlier, Grafton with one timeout remaining, Stoughton with two, with 2.27 to go here in the first half. Graft, or excuse me, Stoughton football on the left hash. Two receivers near side left, one to the right. Vinny takes the snap, throws middle of the field behind his intended receiver, incomplete. Falling to the ground, Sawyer Shipper could not haul it in. Second and 10, Stoughton clock stops with 2.21 to go in the first half. Second Coming up at halftime, we'll get you updated on some other scores from around the area. Also hear from this week's UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week, Ian Ackley. Sun Prairie West. That was a very fun conversation with him. Oh, I bet it was. A young man. Can't wait to hear some of it at halftime. Riley Yauk in the Everlight Solar Studio at ESPN Madison, downtown Madison, standing by. Ball on the left hash. Two receivers near side left, one to the right. Shotgun formation. Vinny on second and ten. Takes the snap. Steps up in the pocket. Eludes pressure. Down he goes. At the 15-yard line, the Grafton defense gets him. Loss of three officially sets up third down and 13 back to the 14-yard line. Ian Cornelius, number 87. See, uh, backup defensive lineman. That was his second sack of the year. Big-time sack. Just a sophomore, Ian Cornelius, coming up with a huge play for the Grafton Blackhawks, appearing in their sixth consecutive postseason. They won the Division II state championship in 1981 and 82, have not been back to a championship since 84. You remember those, right? Uh, it was a little <laughs> oh, before my time, Dennis. Yeah. 
Here's the snap, Vinny on third and 13. Pressure coming, throws deep, corner to the end zone, up for grabs, incomplete. Wait a second, a flag is down. As it stands, it's fourth down and 13 at the 14-yard line for Stoughton. Okay, there's a tenant for Cooksey out there, but uh, also uh, Richter was there in the vicinity Yeah, well. let's check the flag. It looked like a kind of a wobbly throw going that way. Pass interference. Defense. Oh, it's against Grafton. So it would have been fourth down Stoughton at the 14-yard line. Instead, they move it forward to the seven-yard seven line. Yep. It's not an automatic first in high yeah, school. Yeah, the, uh, the uh, official holding the down marker over there switched it to first down. They do correct that, so I just wanted to double-check before we shared the information. It is still third down, not an automatic first down in high school football. Third down and about six yards to go now for Stoughton. And the officials were not ready as Stoughton wanted to snap the football and get the playoff. Minute 26 to go until halftime. you got to wait for the officials to be ready. Pass interference in high school. It's a 15-yard penalty, not an automatic first down here because it was inside the 20, half the distance to the goal, which makes it workable. Kind of wipes that sack out there, but uh, still a lot of, a lot of uh, yards to go here to punch it in. And keep in mind that they can get a first down at the one without getting a touchdown. Stoughton wants to talk things over with a minute 26 to go until the half. We'll keep it right here. Seven nothing is our score on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Jesse Nelson and the Dean Dennis Semrau. We heard the Dean's Canopy Wealth Management game plan at the start of this broadcast. Canopy Wealth Management has a balanced approach to help guide you through a complex and ever-changing landscape. Throughout your family's financial planning journey, they will serve as a partner, advocate, and steward to help achieve your goals with confidence. At Canopy Wealth Management, they believe that values matter and strengthen the community. When you care, competence, and clarity isn't a tagline, it's a promise. Go to canopy-wealth.com to get started today. Dennis Semrell, what's the Canopy game plan for Stoughton? facing third down and five here at the seven yard line well, you got your options open they're gonna they're gonna go in the air on this one definitely their run game is not good enough i think to pick up six or seven on this play especially with the defensive front that grafton's been showing today remember they can gain a first down at the two yard line third and five stoughton out of the timeout ball in the left hash two receivers to the far side right one to the near side left the lone tailback, Iverson to the right-hand side of quarterback Drew Vinny. Vinny takes the snap, pressure coming, rolls out of the pocket, right side. Vinny looking downfield, throws across his body. Intercepted. It's intercepted again. Grafton got it at the goal line on a pick for the second time this quarter. With a minute 18 to go in the first half, the Blackhawks turn over the Vikings again. Wow. Grafton's defense coming up with two monumental turnovers in this state semifinal. What a play by the Blackhawks. And once again, Vinny throwing into traffic. A great play by the defender to come in and snag it, but that is a tough one for Stoughton to swallow. And the end zone comes out to the 20, first and 10. And now Grafton football. Let's see if they try and move it downfield. Lutz on a screen pass right side out to the 25-yard line. Or excuse me, the uh, line of scrimmage was the 20. It was a touchback with the pass intercepted in the end zone. So a gain of about five yards to the 25. Second and five, Grafton, one minute to go in the first half. 
All in the right hash. Two receivers left, one right. Quick to the line. Hilgard takes the snap. Looking left. Goes that way. First down. Caught at the 35. Out to the 40 where the tackle is completed by a couple of Viking defenders. Nice catch on the run. Jaden Teagues has the only score in this game. A 61-yard touchdown on the first play from scrimmage in the first quarter. Quick to the line. Grafton. 45 seconds to go in the quarter. Here's the snap. Looking left. Hilgard throws that way out of the backfield. Lutz outside the numbers to the 45. Pushed out of bounds, shy of midfield, which is also the first down line to gain. Clock stops, 35 seconds to go. First half, 7-0 Grafton, second and short for the Blackhawks. They'll spot him at the 48-yard line. Dennis Grafton fast to the line of scrimmage. This seems to be a strength of theirs. Yes, uh, Sarbacher with a tackle right there. I think he was trying to get out of bounds, and he kept him in bounds. Ball on the left hash, two receivers near side left, two to the far side right. Hilgard takes the snap, one timeout remaining for Grafton. Throws middle of the field on his knees. The catch is made in Stoughton territory by Teagues. Caught it at the 47. First down, Grafton. 27 seconds. Clock running, one timeout left. Here's the snap, looking left. There's the throw. Nearly intercepted, but it is caught by Grafton at the 43-yard line. Gain of four. Second and six. That was a dangerous play and a timeout called by Grafton. That is their final timeout remaining here in the first half. Dennis, that was fast. I think Grafton said, okay, let's slow things down here and talk it over. It was going to be tough mm-hmm. if they tried to get to the line of scrimmage there. 19 seconds left. Uh, you still can uh, run a couple plays here. You don't have to do a Hail Mary yet. But uh, they've moved the ball down here. What, they had uh, 116. So you look at just under a minute they've been able to move the ball. Oh, 37 yards? Well, that's pretty good. <laughs> I'd say so. I'll take that. Prep Mania brought to you by Stoughton Health. They provide trusted care close to home. They're proud to support all of the area's student-athletes and wish them all the best this postseason. From rehab to ortho care, Stoughton Health provides comfort and convenience locally. Visit StoughtonHealth.com to learn more. And once again, Stoughton Health, I'm sure they're wishing luck to both teams and every team in action, but they might have a little more vested interest in what the Stoughton Vikings are able to do here tonight. Yeah, Blackhawks, uh, more impressive. Five plays in under a minute here. Uh, very efficient offense. And let's see if they can get another 20 yards here so get a chance to get in a field goal range. Three receivers to the right, one to the near side left. Out of the timeout, Hilgart, they're out of timeouts now. Steps up in the pocket, fires downfield to the 25. It's incomplete in triple coverage. Would have been a great catch, and that would have been exactly what Grafton needed, but unable to haul it in. Gavin Lemke, number one, would have been the junior receiver on the catching end of that play, but unfortunately for him and for Grafton, he's unable to collect it in triple coverage. Uh, Jake Joseph there, I'll break that one up. 12 seconds to go in the first half. Grafton with a 7-0 lead. Five wide at the 43-yard line on third and six. Back to throw Hilgard. Pressure coming. He's hit as he throws, and it falls innocently incomplete. <laughs> Once again, Ben Harmon that time. Oh, wait a minute. Stoughton saying that might have been a loose ball. I don't think. I thought his arm was coming forward pretty clearly. It looks yeah. like the officials aren't even. Are they? Well, are they entertaining the notion? I guess they're going to talk things about over. Yeah, that's an incomplete pass. That's what I thought. Eight seconds to go in the half. And Grafton will bring out the punting unit. I was wondering if you throw a Hail Mary, if you go for it and try to get a quick out, and it seems like they're going to take the safe play here and punt it away, hope the clock runs out. Oh, boy. That's, why not? Just line everybody up, and you'll live for these kind of plays. Tip drill. 
Oh wait, uh, Stoughton doesn't look like they're buying it. They yeah, this is yep. they they look like a punt. They're gonna throw a hail mary. Here it comes deep downfield, left side. It's incomplete, with no time left on the clock. Scoreboard hits zeros. First quarter ends. Grafton seven, Stoughton nothing. The first play from scrimmage, a 61-yard touchdown pass. Brady Hilgard to Jaden Teagues. No other scoring in the first 24 minutes. One of these teams will play at Camp Randall Stadium next Friday. Will it be the four-seed Grafton or the seven-seed Stoughton? Dennis Semrau and I will be back with the first half stats, and we'll also hear from Ian Ackley, this week's UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week. That's coming up at the break of Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN. Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania 100.5 ESPN and the ESPN Madison YouTube channel. Halftime at Waukesha West High School, this Division Three state semifinal between the Stoughton Vikings and the Grafton Blackhawks. 7-0 Grafton leads it at the half. Jesse Nelson, along with the Dean of Area High School Sports, Dennis Semrau. Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania is brought to you by Pasquale's Cantina. Before or after the game, Pasquale's Cantina is the perfect spot for authentic Southwest flavors right here in the Madison area. Whether it's to fulfill your craving for red chili, their famous chips and fresh guacamole, or those blue corn tortilla tacos, Pasquale's is the place to enjoy time with friends and family. Visit one of their locations in Middleton or Verona today, or check out the menu and their food online at pasqualscantina.com bringing the flavors of the southwest to the midwest pasquals cantina and it's our pleasure to share with you that after the football season wraps up dennis we will be doing a live show from pasquals cantina a prep mania fiesta one may say celebrating the conclusion of the high school football season we will see whether one of these teams will be hoisting a gold ball at camp randall stadium next week seven nothing is our score grafton leads stoughton dennis pretty easy to recap the scoring of the first half when it's one play 61 yards the first play from scrimmage brady hilgard to Jaden teagues but a lot of action ensuing with opportunities for both teams that they weren't able to capitalize on in the first 24 minutes. We get a touchdown in 11 seconds, and then nothing for the last 23-44 of the first half. Uh, it was an outstanding play for Teagues, and uh, Hilger they went right up, and he was able to break a couple of tackles, fight his way into the end zone. Uh, unfortunately, the two interceptions for uh, uh, for Vinny, but uh, four sacks for the uh, front line for. Uh, for the Vikings, which put some pressure on Hilgert a little bit. Ever since that big play, they've been able to move the ball down the field, but neither team punch it in. So when you look at these first half statistics, Dennis, I don't know if they tell the whole story. The opportunities that Stoughton had with the picks at the goal line by Grafton, they could easily have a lead in this game. Grafton uh, unable to succeed inside the 10-yard line on a fourth down conversion. The end of the half, they weren't quite able to get it together as they got near midfield. They could be up by a couple of scores. What are these coaches telling their teams at the break here right now with the season and a chance to play at Camp Randall next week on the line? Because both teams could be making the case that they've dominated the first half of this game. It's surprising in that sense. Well, here's a stat for you. Stoughton, seven carries, six yards rushing. So they've been getting it all through the air. And uh, i tell you, uh, Shipper's been having a great day. 28, uh, he had a 5, 33, 75 yards to six catches, 75, including a 42-yarder there, big one. Uh, the turnovers, though, that was one of the keys was the turnover battle. And right now, 
Grafton's winning at two interceptions to the one fumble recovery. But I, I really like the pressure that uh, Spildy and Harmon have been putting on Hilgert, and I'm sure they're going to make a couple of uh, adjustments there. That's when they started running the ball, trying to, to get the uh, line back on their heels a little bit. A couple of, couple of screens. Saw that Lutz can catch the ball and move. Uh, he's a very good running back. Why He's all-conference uh, in the Woodland. You see... Uh, Stoughton uh, just not able to get anything. They need a little bit of, of a run game just to be able to get some pressure off of Vinny, but he's been doing it with his feet. I'll tell you, he's he's been in danger almost the whole first half, and while he hasn't thrown, uh, hasn't been sacked, those two interceptions inside the red zone are just huge, and he'll be thinking about those, unfortunately. Missed opportunities for both teams, but great opportunities in some senses for both teams as well. It's a tight game at halftime. Stoughton, no stranger to being a uh, shutout first-half team that comes back to win in the postseason. They just did it last week, trailing Monroe, the number one seed, 16 to nothing before scoring the final 23 points of the game unanswered en route to the win. Grafton, they upset Port Washington in level two of this tournament. Let's see if they can win one here tonight and advance their way to Camp Randall Stadium in the Division Three Championship next week. When you're faced with a challenge, how you respond determines the real winners. Rural Mutual Insurance believes there's something more important than just winning or losing a game. They believe that the team, school, and fans who support their athletes with dignity and class are the true champions. Rural Mutual is the proud sponsor of the WIAA Rural Mutual Insurance Sportsmanship Award, which started in 1965. From football to volleyball to soccer to tennis, the award recognizes more than team sportsmanship. It recognizes that sportsmanship matters in your community. Visit ruralmutual.com slash WIAA and see how their team and your community can work together to be true champions. Okay, coming up next, right now on 100.5 ESPN, listeners to the radio side of things, we'll hear from Ian Ackley, this week's UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week. We're going to take a break on the video stream of five minutes. When we come back, we'll give you some scores from around the area and around the state here at the halftime break. For over 90 years, UW Credit Union has helped Wisconsinites achieve their financial goals at every stage of life, offering great rates for greater possibilities. Join today at uwcu.org. UW Credit Union, proud to support all the area's student-athletes. Make sure to listen every week to hear the UW Credit Union Student-Athlete of the Week. Fans on 100.5 ESPN, enjoy Ian Ackley of Sun Prairie West High School. Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN and the ESPN Madison YouTube channel. Jesse Nelson and the Dean Dennis Semrau live from Waukesha West High School Division Three State Semifinal. Grafton and Stoughton. Seven nothing is our score at the break. Grafton holding a seven point advantage. The winner of this game will play at Camp Randall Stadium next week. Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania, also brought to you in part by the GRB Academy, baseball for the serious player. The GRB Academy wants to be part of your plan to reach your potential. Utilize GRB Academy's 52,000 square foot facility, 14 batting cages, and 6,000 square foot weight room. Personal lessons available year-round with over 300 college players and over 150 D1 players. GRB led the way in the Midwest for college recruitment and player development. Visit grbacademy.com for more information. At the break, Grafton holding a 7-0 advantage over Stoughton. Let's update you on a couple of other scores going on from around the state. Most notable for fans watching this game, Grafton and Stoughton. The winner of this game will play the winner of Rice Lake and Green Bay Notre Dame Academy next week at Camp Randall Stadium. Notre Dame-Rice Lake 
right now at the break. And it is, let me check it here. I actually just lost it after I looked it up. Sorry, Dennis. I'm, I, I'm letting everyone down, realizing that I didn't actually have it in front of me. I'll give you that score here in just a minute. Ah, it's 14-7. Rice Lake has the 14-7 lead over Green Bay Notre Dame. So that game is at the break. 14-7. Rice Lake leads Green Bay Notre Dame. Winner of this game gets the winner of that game next week at Camp Randall Stadium. Some other scores from around the area at halftime. Lake Geneva Badger in Division II with a 28-6 lead over Sun Prairie East. The winner of that game gets the winner of Kakana and Wanakee. Kakana Key, one could say. Wanakee, the number one seed with a 10-7 lead over Kakana at halftime. Again, the winner of that game gets the winner of Badger and Sun Prairie East in the Division II championship game next Friday at 1 p.m. at Camp Randall Stadium. You can listen to all seven WIAA state football championships right here on 100.5 ESPN. One other score for a Madison area teamed update you here on 100.5 ESPN. At the break, Lodi and Baldwin-Woodville in Division Four tied at seven. Winner of that game gets the winner of Catholic Memorial. Uh, that game can be listened to as Catholic Memorial football all season long can be heard on 620 WTMJ due to the Marquette game on 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee. Catholic Memorial, usually the home on ESPN Milwaukee, moving to 620 WTMJ tonight. Dennis Semrau, it's just about time to get the second half underway. Before we do, I do want to remind you that we want to wish congratulations to the Monroe football team, our September Game Changer of the Month, presented by ESPN Madison and Zimbraconda. We'd like to recognize the Monroe football team for their hard work in the community and their donations to Justice for a Cure. We're celebrating the best high school sports stories in the area with Game Changers of the Month. If you know of a team you'd like to recognize, Nominate them at ESPNMadisonGameChangers.com. That's ESPNMadisonGameChangers.com. Check it out. Great opportunity to showcase some of our favorite teams from around the Madison area all season long. Second half about to get underway. 24 minutes left in the football season for one of these two upset-minded teams that's starting these playoffs. Not sure they all had direct lines uh, to Camp Randall Stadium. Stoughton as a seven seed, Grafton as a four seed, but here we are. One of them will play at Camp Randall next Friday at 10 a.m. Grafton holding a 7-0 advantage as we get set for the third quarter of action. Uh, Stoughton did win the uh, toss at the start of the game. They deferred for the second half, so they will receive working right to left as we see it here at Waukesha West High School and as you see it on the ESPN Madison. Your Honda gets you everywhere. When it needs service, you uniform, need Zimbrick. Purple letters and numbers, purple on either side of the white helmet. Meanwhile, Grafton in their home, orange uniforms, orange jerseys, black letters and numbers with a white outline, black pants, black helmets with the Grafton decal on either side. Third quarter, underway on Prep Mania. First kick return opportunity of the night for the Stoughton Vikings, and it's up the left side. Correction, that's the second opportunity of the night, and it's returned out past the 20-yard line to the 22, where Stoughton will begin this third quarter. Forgot that they did get the uh, kickoff after the graphic touchdown. touchdown right <laughs> away. Yeah, it's silly by me. So anyway, here come the Stoughton Vikings. Trailing 7-0, had a couple of scoring opportunities in the second quarter. Interceptions thrown at the goal line. Great defensive plays by the Grafton Blackhawk defense. So now what adjustments will the Vikings make? Well, they've not been able the third quarter. Not been able to run the ball, but uh, Vinny in the first half, 11 to 20, two interceptions, 139 yards, five catches for 75 to Shipper. So keep an eye on him 
uh, possibly breaking one big in the second half. Two receivers near side, left one to the right. Vinny, handoff running right side. Sarbacher brought down back by the 15-yard line. Oh, it was read the whole way by the Grafton front, and they're able to stop Sarbacher for a loss on the first play from scrimmage in the second half. Looked like it was uh, number eight, uh, Sugar. Yeah. And Nate Schiller on the Schiller. Uh, tackle there for Grafton. Wow. Uh, yeah, that was uh, going backwards in their run total. Call it a loss of six. Second down and 16 for Stoughton. Line to gain is the 32-yard line. Here's the snap throwing left side. Shipper has it outside the numbers at the 20. Breaks one tackle, and he's sho shoved out of bounds by the 25. Gets back near the original line of scrimmage. Third down and long still upcoming for Stoughton. Yeah, they will give him the... What is that there? The 23-yard line. Line to gain is the 32, third and nine for the Vikings. Well, I'll pick up uh, one from the original. Ball on the left hash, one receiver to the near side left, one to the far side right. Stack formation on the right side of the line. The lone tailback, Sarbacher, to the left-hand side of Vinny. Vinny bakes the handoff pressure. Coming, throws right side. Out of the backfield, Richter has it, but he is brought down well short of the first down line to gain near the 25-yard line. Gain of only a yard or two. Fourth down, Stoughton, seven yards to go. They'll punt it away. That was, was looked like a baby hook shot in basketball. Just kind of popped it over the defender, but that was well defensed by the Blackhawks. So the Stoughton punting unit comes out. Back to return for Grafton is number nine, Jaden Teagues, who has the only score of this game, a 61-yard touchdown reception on the first play of the game. Jay Johnson, the wide receiver, will kick it for Stoughton. Clean snap, good kick, bounces at midfield, takes a Stoughton bounce inside the 45 and comes to a stop at the 43-yard line. Still, all things considered, pretty good starting field position for the Grafton Blackhawks to begin their first offensive series of the third quarter. Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania brought to you by Stoughton Health. They provide trusted care close to home. They are proud to support all of the area student athletes and wish them all the best this postseason from rehab to ortho care. Stoughton Health provides com comfort and convenience locally. Visit StoughtonHealth.com to learn more. First down, Grafton. Lutz able to rush 12 times, 56 yards. Helped with the passing game. Here's Hilgart to throw on first down, complete to midfield, gain of seven for the Grafton Blackhawks. And that was once again Jaden Teagues on the receiving end. Teagues caught the first play from scrimmage in the first half for a score. This time he gets seven yards instead of seven points for Grafton. Second and three for the Blackhawks. Ball on the left hash at midfield. Here's the snap. Hilgart looks right, throws that way, complete, but tackled behind the midfield line and there is number 33 Cole Sarbacher on the tackle for Stoughton. Nice play out in open field. They're marked as no gain for Grafton at midfield. Maybe a, a third of a yard lost from where the ball is marked now. It's a great play by Stoughton's defense, setting up third and three for Grafton. Quick to the line of scrimmage. Two receivers near side right, two to the far side left. In a shotgun formation, Hilgard takes the snap, looks left, goes that way. It's nearly intercepted as the receiver fell down. Incomplete. Stoughton had a chance for a pick and maybe to run a long way. Instead, it's fourth down and three, and the punting unit comes out for Grafton with 9.25 to go in the third quarter. Big stop. All goes back to that. Second down play where Sarbacher one-on-one -on -one 
That was a takedown. <laughs> it looked like a takedown on the wrestling mat, which we'll see a lot of those from him this winter. And then uh, some great pass defense. But now, flip the field. Blackhawks going to try to pin uh, Stoughton in. We oh, got a wait a minute. It's fourth and three, and a flag is out. Is that a false start, or did Stoughton jump? Let's see. <laughs> the officials are going to talk about it. This could be a pivotal call. Stoughton coaches are saying Blackhawks move before they did. And, and they did. <laughs> Grafton did move. So on a false start, back him up five yards. And in a one-score game, you never know if that five yards will end up being pivotal on the next series. 9.24 to go, third quarter. 7-0, Grafton leads Stoughton. Winner to the state championship game next Friday. On the punt, good snap pressure coming. Kicked away cleanly, good one. Will bounce at the 20 and roll all the way back inside the 10-yard line. That's a great punt for Grafton. Down at the 9. That's where Stoughton will start its next offensive series with 9 minutes and 12 seconds to go in the third quarter. Great kick by Grafton, and so the... That sets up Stoughton in a difficult situation. Just when you needed it, that was a 46-yard punt on the pin of the Vikings inside their own 10. A message during this postseason broadcast from the WIAA and the Wisconsin Department of Transportation. Speeding and reckless driving are leading causes of injuries and deaths on Wisconsin roads. Whether you're an athlete or spectator or broadcaster, control your drive on the roads to keep all travelers safe. Don't speed, don't be reckless, zero in Wisconsin. Together, we can save lives. Yeah, thanks for getting us here safe, Jesse. My pleasure. We road-tripped it here today. First down, Stoughton. Throw right side, incomplete. Vinny not on the same page with one of his intended receivers there. I think it was Cooksey. Cooksey was over there, that's correct. Second down and 10. Dennis, what do you make of this? The first half offenses were sustaining drives. He had a couple of big plays. Here, back-to-back -back three and outs for both teams. Yeah, both teams out. It's a little bit of a chess match. You're playing for field position here. One mistake can uh, put some points on the board. Stoughton just wants to keep this one close, keep it a one-score game where you can get it even. Uh, they had the advantage of coming out with the second half with the kickoff but did nothing with it, and uh, they're going to need to get the ball past the mid-field uh, stripe. First, or excuse me, second down and 10 for Stoughton with 9.08 to go in the third quarter. Here's the snap. Vinny fakes the give, goes right side. Throw complete. That's Richter, but he's brought down at the line of scrimmage. Might have even lost a half a yard. I really like Tyler Heinley, that line, middle linebacker. Uh, came in with 11 tackles for loss, and he sniffed that one out. Great one-on-one -on -one play. Third and long for Stoughton, trailing 7-0 with 8.45 to go in the third quarter. We welcome 1,700 of you strong watching on the ESPN Madison YouTube channel tonight. It's our pleasure to bring you this broadcast on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Hope you're enjoying it with us. Jesse Nelson and the Dean Dennis Semrau from Waukesha West High School. Third down and 10. Stoughton football. Here's the snap. Vinny. Oh, he drew the defense one way. Throws it complete right side. First down, Stoughton. Out of the backfield, a little trickery gets the job done for the Vikings. Came in with uh, three catches for 83 yards, so they don't go to him often with the usually big plays, none bigger than that one, getting them out uh, from the uh, shadow of their goalposts. It's no surprise Grafton didn't see it coming. Just the fourth catch of the season for Cole Sarbacher. First down Stoughton out to the 28-yard line. First first down for either team in this second half with 7.50 to go in the third quarter. 
Shotgun formation on the right hash. Here's the snap. Vinny throws. No, he actually kept it. Now he's going to throw a deep one-on-one -on -one right sideline. Incomplete. A lot of contact. Uh, no flag thrown. Some face guarding. He was the defensive back. Did not know where the ball was. I thought that actually could have gone either way because Stoughton's receiver, I think, was kind of putting some contact into that to create some separation as well. A little push off Nick Schiller, though. Uh, stayed with him and made sure he didn't catch the ball. That was the big thing. Yeah, either way, there is no flag. It is second and ten for Stoughton. I apologize for not being able to see whether that ball was thrown or not. There's this big pillar right in our way here in this press box, <laughs> and it's right where I'm trying to see as the ball was, I thought, thrown by Vinny. You got yours there. I got mine I, going the other way. I guess way. I should just watch the video stream with everyone else on YouTube. Here's a big gain. Look at this run. Sarbacher into Grafton territory. Breaks a tackle at the 40 to the 35. 30 outside the numbers. 25. 20 where he's pushed out of bounds. Biggest play of the night offensively for the Stoughton Vikings. Cole Sarbacher, the senior, moves it into Grafton territory, and Stoughton has its first scoring chance of the second half. Garrett Bonk, 20 TD save on that one. Huge play. Sarbacher first with a catch and now with the run. All the way to the 20-yard line with 7.26 to go in the third quarter. First down, Stoughton trailing by seven. Ball on the left hash. Sarbacher comes out of the game to catch his breath after the great play. 52 yards on that play. Two receivers left, two to the right. Here's the snap handoff. Bo Iverson goes forward to the 15-yard line. Gain of five. Second and five. Stoughton approaching the seven-minute mark of the third quarter. Seven-nothing Grafton. From a defensive standpoint, that flipped the field now for Stoughton. And now they're putting the ball deep into Blackhawks territory, whether they come out with points or not. That uh, defense is going to be grateful after having to play near their goal line for the, most of the second half. Two receivers to the near side left, two to the far side right. Iverson remains the lone tailback to the right-hand side of quarterback Drew Vinny. Vinny takes the handoff. Iverson again lowers the shoulder to the 12. Third and two for Stoughton. 6.40 to go in the third quarter. What a game. Level four of the WIAA football playoffs. Winner plays at Camp Randall Stadium next week. It's been an unbelievable postseason run for the Stoughton Vikings, who finished tied for fourth in the Badger Small Conference with Sauk Prairie this year. Here's the snap to Vinny. Vinny fakes the handoff, throws right side, has a man open. Wobbly throw is caught near the 10. I think he's shy of the first down line to gain, though. That is Mason Richter on the catch. Yeah, Richter was open in the flat. They gave him a pretty good spot on it, but he is not at the first down line. It's fourth and inches. They spot from our vantage point right here. It looks like he's inside the 11. They need the 10, though. Fourth and inches. And Stoughton isn't even thinking about attempting a field goal. Vinny in a shotgun. They've been stopped twice at the 10 or inside of it tonight. Vinny, handoff. Lowering forward. Grafton thinks they stopped him. Stoughton thinks they got a first down. Let's wait for the official signal. It is a first down. Cole Sarbacher put it in your senior's hands. He picked it up. Sarbacher needed about two-thirds of a yard. I think he got about three-quarters of a yard. <laughs> but it's good for a first down, Stoughton. First and goal at the 10. Are they solid now? I mean, they're going to, this ball is spotted at the 10-yard line. Very rare that you see this, but 
They're at the 10. It's first and goal, 5.15 to go, third quarter. Here's the snap. Vinny, handoff, Sarbacher, left side, nowhere to go. Grafton's defense all over at that time. Able to get into the backfield and disrupt the play, setting up second and goal. And it's a long 10 to go. Under five minutes to play, third quarter. Rice Lake or Notre Dame await at Camp Randall next week for either Grafton or Stoughton. At this point, they don't care. Just survive in advance. That's what we're playing right now. Two receivers left, one to the right. Vinny takes the snap, fakes the handoff. Pressure coming, balls down. Oh. I think Vinny got back yes, on he it. Did. That was almost the third turnover in a goal-to-go situation for Stoughton. Looked like Tyler Heinley got a hand in there or whatever forced that. But Vinny was able to fall on it. Back at the 14-yard line, third and goal, Stoughton. Dennis, you think four downs if they can get it out down near the five-yard line here? What do you think? Well, the way, the way these teams have been both controlling the ball, you might not have many possessions left. So, And we have a new kicker tonight, too. We'll see what happens if they bring him out. Bunch formation to the left. One receiver to the far side right. Here's the snap for Vinny. Third and goal at the 14. Vinny fakes the handoff. Pressure coming. Throws innocently incomplete. He had a receiver in the general vicinity. A little contact. Uh-oh, oh, Vinny's down. down. Vinny was hit as he threw it, and he is not getting up right now. Clearly in some pain on the ground. Back near the 30. Clock stops with 3.52 to go in the third quarter. And while they tend to the injured player, Drew Vinny and Stoughton thinks about what to do on fourth and goal, we'll take a 30-second timeout. You're listening and watching Zimbra Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on ESPN Madison. Dennis Semrau, brought to you in part by UW Credit Union. For every stage of life, UW Credit Union is here for every you. Proudly serving Wisconsin for over 90 years. Pop in or hop online at uwcu.org to join. UW Credit Union, proud to support all of the area's student-athletes. Make sure to listen every week to hear the UW Credit Union Student-Athlete of the Week on 100.5 ESPN. This week's UW Credit Union Student-Athlete of the Week, Ian Ackley of Sun Prairie West High School. The injured quarterback, Drew Vinny, helped off the field to the sidelines. So now let's see what Stoughton decides to do on fourth down and goal with 3.52 to go in the third quarter, trailing 7-0. They will attempt a field goal. It is not number two Casey Quam attempting this field goal. Dennis Semrau. Elijah Hartberg from the soccer team, his first high school varsity football game. Four-year starter. And he kicks a field goal. And it is no, no good. He misses it off to the left-hand side. Had the distance. 31-yard attempt. It is no good. And so a turnover again with no points for the Stoughton Vikings. 3.47 to go in the third quarter. Trailing 7-0. Quarterback Drew Vinny tended to the, uh, off the field with an injury. And Grafton gets the football back. What a devastating turn of events for the Stoughton Vikings. We'll have to keep an eye. The backup quarterback now is a sophomore, Colin Kotlowski, a six foot one, hundred and seventy-five pounder with no stats. So he'd be making his varsity debut out here since Quam is out, uh, broke his leg in level two of the playoffs, and uh, not only affects the kicking game, he's also the backup quarterback. 
Let's see if Grafton can sustain a drive with a 7-0 advantage. Right-hand side, Tommy Lutz, the sensational junior running back, is bumped out of bounds near the 25. By the way, for fans that are interested, 22-7, Rice Lake leads Notre Dame in the other Division III state semifinal happening right now. 22-7, Rice Lake leads Notre Dame. Winner of that game gets the winner of this one at Camp Randall Stadium next Friday at 10 a.m. Second down and three after the gain of seven. Lutz again gets the handoff, second effort. Lunges forward near the 30-yard line. I think he might be about a half yard short. Let's see, nope, they're gonna say he got it. First down, Grafton on a three-yard gain by Tommy Lutz. This is big for um, the Blackhawks with that seven-point lead. They can afford, like soccer, play defense now. Just try to play ball control, take care of the football, and just run clock time. The clock is the biggest enemy for the Vikings. Ball on the right hash, two receivers to the far side left. Stack formation along the line on the right-hand side. Here's the pitch running right, Lutz. Shakes one defender, goes forward to the 35 where he's dropped. Gain of about five yards. Sets up a second down and medium distance to go for Grafton. Three minutes to go, third quarter, 7-0. The Blackhawks lead Stoughton. Just picking up five a carry. 12 for 56 in the first half, rushing the ball. Uh, once they start to put the ball in his hands, open up that offense a little bit more. Dennis, you talked about the pound the rock mantra for head coach Jim Norris, a UW-Whitewater alum with this Grafton Blackhawks team. Second down pass, right side incomplete for the intended receiver over on the right sideline. That's number 17, Matthew Clemens, who couldn't haul it in on the tall throw. Third and five, Grafton. Uh, that pound the rock mantra is something that UW-Whitewater has implemented with its program for so many years. And Coach Norris, having spent a lot of time with the Warhawks, including as a player, a multiple-time national champion. Three-time national champ as a player. Then he uh, was an assistant, was a grad assistant coach, and then an assistant coach there and got another ring. So uh, Not, yes, not a bad a resume, no. Coach Norris of the Grafton Blackhawks. Third and five, five wide. Here's the throw right side. Lutz caught it at the 30, had to come back for it. Broke a tackle, steps over another would-be tackler, and he's pushed out of bounds near the 45. First down, Grafton. Stoughton had him wrapped up. Lutz eluded everybody, picks up 10 yards and moves the chains for the Blackhawks. Richter finally able to bring him down, but that shows his determination right there. And again, uh, move the chains, keep the keep, stay in bounds, keep the clock moving, and uh, if they can run this, you know, clock out into the into the fourth quarter, Stone's going to be in some serious trouble. Ball on the right hash. Grafton first and ten, leading seven nothing over Stoughton. Winner to Camp Randall next week in the D3 championship. Man in motion, right to left. Here's the snap. Lutz gets the handoff, running right. Steps past one tackler, spins away from another, and is brought down near midfield. That spin move got him two or three more yards. Sets up a manageable second down and four for Grafton as the clock runs under a minute 45 to play in the third quarter. So another six on that carry. He is doing some major damage. Lutz now over 1,200 yards rushing on the season. He averages 96 a game. They average seven a carry coming in. You can see why here. That second effort picks him up a couple every time. 24 touchdowns for Tommy Lutz this season as well. Talk about a nice statistical resume. Tommy Lutz right up there with some of the best in the state this season. Here he is again. First down yardage inside the 45 to the 43. Tommy Lutz. First down Grafton. 
starting to wear down this Vikings defense a little bit. It's been a valiant effort for him. Other than that first play from scrimmage, they played very well, played shutout football. Another five yards. Ball in the middle of the field. Two receivers left as we approach one minute to go. Third quarter, 7-0 Grafton. Again, Lutz lowers the shoulder. Stoughton was waiting for him this time. He ended up getting an extra yard or two. Still shy of the 40. They'll mark him at the 41 for a gain of three. Stoughton looked like they had him at the line of scrimmage. Lutz able to get three out of it. That's a win for Tommy. Second and seven. 40 seconds to go in the third quarter. 7-0 Stoughton. Or excuse me, Sto uh, Grafton leads Stoughton. Grafton football as we approach now the 30 seconds and counting mark to go in the third quarter. Ball in the right hash, one receiver to the near side, two to the left. Man in motion, number 87 of Grafton. That's Ian Cornelius who comes along the line. Here's another give. And this time brought down at the 40 only for a gain of one. Lutz and uh, third down and six upcoming for Grafton as the fourth quarter gets underway. Time runs out on the third quarter. 7-0 Grafton with 12 minutes to play in the season for one of these two teams. What a Division Three semifinal we have. Winner to Camp Randall next week. 7-0 Grafton leads Stoughton on Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on ESPN Madison. 60-second timeout. Prep Mania Game Plan, presented by Canopy Wealth presentation Management. Of Prep Mania, and it's a big play for a first down Grafton going to the air after a run-heavy series. First down Blackhawks as they continue down into Stoughton territory at the 32, first and 10 for the Blackhawks. Jesse Nelson, Dennis Semrau, Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. 12 minutes, well now 11.55 and counting to go in the season for one of these two teams. Seven seed Stoughton, four seed Grafton. Both great postseason stories this year from around the state. One of them will play for a gold ball next week. Out of the backfield, Jeremy Dickerson, first time calling his name tonight. The junior running back catches on the run, gets a couple of yards shy of the 30-yard line. Dickerson... 17 catches now for over 200 yards on the season in addition to 154 rushing yards throughout the course of 2023. Yeah, I was wondering when we call his, his number. Has done a great job spelling Lutz when needing a little breather throughout the course of this season. 11.20 to go. Second and eight, Grafton. Couple of men in motion along the line of scrimmage. Two receivers to the right. Here's the snap. Here's a pitch. Lutz running left, using some blockers in front. That's great blocking up front for the Grafton offensive line. And Lutz has first down yardage down near the 20-yard line. Are they going to give it to him, or is he just short of it? Let's see. It looks like they might mark him about a yard short. Yeah, they're going to say he's about a half yard short of the line to gain. Nope, I stand corrected. At first, they switched it to third down. It looked like they were not going to give it to him, but... It is a first down for Grafton with 11.08 to go in the game. And needed eight, picked up eight on that one. Seven-nothing Grafton. Ball on the left hash, two receivers right. Lutz the lone tailback to the right-hand side of junior quarterback Brady Hilgard. Hilgard throws right side. It's caught, sidestepping two potential tacklers and working his way down to the 20-yard line. On the receiving end, I think that was number nine again, Jaden Teagues. Yes, it was. Nope. Uh, yes, it was Teagues on the receiving end. And Teagues, the only player who has scored tonight. 
a 61-yard touchdown reception on the first play from scrimmage in this football game. There have been no other points. 14th play from scrimmage here. Just when they needed it to run five minutes off the clock. 10-20 to go in the game. Fake the handoff. Hilgart wants to throw. Goes left side. Incomplete. Was hit as he throws. Good pressure by the Stoughton defense. Taking a shot on second and eight. Hilgard a little slow to get up. Coincidentally, that's a, almost the same <laughs> spot on the field which Drew Vinny left with an injury on the last Stoughton series. <laughs> ben Harmon, an offensive uh, quarterback's worst nightmare, right in his grill again there. If it's not Spildy rushing the passer, it's Harmon tonight. Clock stops with 10-13 to go. Third and eight, Grafton. Ball at the 20-yard line. Line to gain is the 12. Two receivers to the far side left, two to the near side right. Lutz the lone tailback. Here's the snap and a shotgun. Hilgart takes it. Pressure screen. coming. It's a screen pass. It's caught. Grafton outside the 20, near the 15. Not enough for a first down. Gain of about four yards, maybe five, as a couple of Stoughton Vikings helped corral the receiver. So now fourth and three. So, uh, Sarbacher and Jelsoth both in there. 9.50 to go, and it looks like Grafton will attempt a field goal to make this a two-score game. Harrison Burke, number two, six of seven, attempting field goals this season. Good snap, good hold, kick on its way, and it's good. It just snuck in the right side of the goal post. 10-0 Grafton with 9.31 to go. Huge kick to make it a two-score contest by Harrison Burke, the senior. 10-0 Grafton, 30-second timeout on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Semrau, Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania, 100.5 ESPN and the ESPN Madison YouTube channel. First point since the first play from scrimmage of the game, a field goal by Harrison Burke, Grafton with a 10-0 advantage, starting to set their sights on Camp Randall Stadium. A lot of games still to go. Line drive kickoff bounces all the way back to the Stoughton 10 where it's fielded. Coming up left side of the 15, using a defender to the 20, and that's all the Vikings will get. And let's see what Stoughton has in store now, keeping in mind the injury situation with quarterback Drew Vinny as the offense comes out. Yeah, it was a 16-play, 64-yard drive. More importantly, 6 minutes and 13 seconds. Uh, that was just what the doctor ordered for the Blackhawks. Unfortunately for the Vikings, clocked their worst enemy. It's now a two-score game, and we'll see who comes out at quarterback. You mentioned, Dennis, the backup for Stoughton is the sophomore, number 12, Colin Kotolowski. And it does appear that he is the player out there at quarterback right yep. now for Stoughton. So Vinny remains injured on the sideline. Kotolowski takes the snap. Handoff. Yes. No, it's a fake play going Iverson. deep. Iverson oh. throws up the right sideline incomplete for Cooksey. That was what Stoughton wanted to draw up, and understandably, in desperation time here late in the fourth quarter, 9.17 to go, second and 10 as the clock stops. Yep. You like doing that there right away with the backup quarterback coming Co in? Cooksey had a, had a step on him. If he connects it, it's a touchdown. We could have seen uh, just the opposite. We could have seen a, a 79-yarder instead of the 61 that opened up the game. But uh, <laughs> they're pulling out all the stops here. Colin Kotolowski, the sophomore, steps in. 
at one of the biggest moments, in fact, the biggest moment of Stoughton's football program's history. Kotalowski fakes the handoff, running left side, out past the 20, dives forward near the 23-yard line, gain of about three. We'll call it third down and eight to go. Line to gain is the 31 with nine minutes to play. Both teams with all three timeouts remaining. Yeah, just picked up two on that one. This is such a difficult situation for Stoughton to be in with Vinny suffering the injury and having to go to the backup quarterback right. in this moment. Well, the third string quarterback with their backup actually being out for the playoffs with an injury. Here's the snap. Up in the pocket, pressure coming, trying to elude pressure. He does break out of it, spins off a one defender, but then is corralled by orange jerseys near the 22-yard line. Nothing doing for Colin Kotalowski. Yeah, Miles Muhlenberg and uh, Jackson Heinle uh, uh, double-teamed on that sack there. Tried to, tried to escape like uh, Vinny had done, but didn't get outside the pocket. I kept him pinned in. Dennis now with eight minutes to go in the game as we count down the clock toward that mark. It looks like Stoughton will punt it away. And you you mentioned in the third quarter late, you start counting the amount of possessions that may be remaining. And defense is, defense is going to have to do a th three and out here. High snap. Johnson corrals it, punts it away. It's a good one. Bounces at the 45 and rolls all the way inside the 40. Inside the 35. Back for Grafton near the 33-yard line is where the Blackhawks will start their next offensive series. Trying to drain some clock with a 10-0 advantage, 7.42 to go in the game. For nearly 50 years, Zimbrick Honda's provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles, and the trusted staff of Zimbrick Honda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're in the market for a new Honda or used Honda, visit Zimbrick Honda in Madison today or online at ZimbrickHonda.com. Yeah, for Stoughton, just could not get anything going offensively. Move the ball, but just not able to get anything when the red zone and now with their quarterback down. Defense is going to have to force a turnover. Here's where, again, Quam had two pick sixes during the year. They had three of those, but he's out. First down, Hilgard takes the snap, throws right side, incomplete. I don't know about that choice. Don't you want to run some clock? Uh, I, yeah. My so, thoughts here, they're just just put the ball in your horse. You know, you got a horse. You got to ride a horse. Tommy Lutz, yeah. And Lutz was what he's been doing. Um, at this point, he is at 20 carries, 95 yards. Next one could put him up over 100. So kind of surprised in the pass. And it stops the clock. That's the worst thing. You don't want to stop the clock in this situation. Incomplete pass, second and 10, 7.39 to go in the game. Grafton with a 10-point lead. Winners play at the state championship game next week's uh, Friday at 10 a.m. at Camp Randall Stadium. First game of the triple header on championship Friday. Another pass, middle of the field, incomplete. Third and 10. Big breakup. That was a Reese uh, Nissus. Uh, Good contact there. Made sure the receiver didn't catch the ball. But, yeah, again, when they're going for it, sometimes you know, coaches are setting up plays. They're doing certain plays. You go, why are they doing it? Then they break a big one. You go, that's why they did it. So they see something in that pass defense they're trying to exploit here that they think a big one, and then they can just ice the game if they get another big play. Third and 10, 7.34 to go in the game. Grafton ball up 10-0. Two receivers set to the near side right, two to the far side left. 
Man in motion comes out of the backfield. Lemke, five wide for Hilgart. Takes the snap, steps up, throws downfield. Overshot his man just out of the fingertips of the intended receiver at the 35-yard line of Stoughton. It's a three and out for Grafton on three incomplete passes. Stoughton stays alive in this state semifinal. Case and Spurley, great defenser, just stayed with him man for man, and the quarterback lofted it, trying to get it over him, and just a little long. Matthew Clemens, number 17, was the intended receiver for the Grafton Blackhawks, so they will punt it away with 7.28 to go, just like 14 seconds off yeah, the clock. 20 seconds by the time they get this punt. So this is what Stoughton needed. I mean, they can still come back and get a couple of touchdowns or a touchdown and a field goal. Vikings still have all three timeouts. Here's the snap on the punt, cleanly kicked away. Bounces at the 38-yard line, and Grafton will let it roll inside the 35 to the 34. 33 yards on that kick. A couple of score updates to update from around the area here on 100.5 ESPN. Wanakee with a 17-7 lead over Kakana in the third quarter. Lake Geneva Badger with a 28-6 lead over Sun Prairie East. And Lodi with a 28-21 lead over Baldwin-Woodville. So keep in mind, we had four Madison area teams alive with a chance to reach Camp Randall Stadium next week. And two of them right now are looking pretty good. But the other two aren't out of it yet either. Ball at the 34-yard line, we'll call it. First down for Stoughton with 7.17 to go in the game. Vikings trailing 10-0 to the Grafton Blackhawks. Stoughton finished the regular season with a 4-5 record. They were 3-4 in conference play. Mount Hora Barnevelt was undefeated in the Badger Small. Monona Grove was 5-2. DeForest was 5-2. But Stoughton, the only team left alive. Kotalowski yes. throws it deep. He's got a man yes. at the 30, to the 20, and down to the 15-yard line. What a play. For the Stoughton Vikings. First completion on a varsity quarterback is a bomb to, to the big play guy, Sawyer Shipper. Senior Sawyer Shipper on the receiving end. Big play Stoughton. They are alive in this game with seven minutes to go in all three timeouts. 49 yards on that completion. They flipped the field. Now, now in the red zone for the third time. Got to get some points here. Ball spotted at the 17-yard line. 6.50 to go. Clock running. 10-0, Grafton leads Stoughton, ball in the middle of the field. One receiver left, bunch formation to the right. Colin Kotalowski takes the snap, fakes the handoff, throws right side, flat shipper at the 15, outside the numbers to the 10, where he's bumped out of bounds. Gain of seven, second and three for Stoughton, and another scoring opportunity, their fourth time tonight, down to the 10, or let's call it the 11-yard line, where he was pushed out of bounds. I'll tell you, Kotalowski was paying attention. Go to your big play guy. Two straight passes to Shipper. One for the bomb and a nice out, a little, little swing pass. Stoughton, you would think, wants to put six on the board here, no doubt. Yeah. Don't want to have any other result on this drive. 6.34 to go. Kotalowski, handoff. Iverson inside the 10. Shy of the first down line to gain, I believe. Let's check the spot. Yeah, he's just short of it by a yard or two. Needs the seven. They'll give him the nine. Third and two, Stoughton. Oh, still want to score as fast as you can here. Got to get it in. 
Uh, so you can uh, hope that you can put your defense out there and not have to do an onside kick. Ball near the right hash. Two receivers to the near side right. Two to the far side left. The lone tailback is Sarbacher. Here's the snap. Sarbacher gets it. Breaks one tackle. I think he's got enough for a first down. Tough with our vantage point. Yep, the officials do say move the chains. It was a keeper. Kotlowski oh, that was Kotlowski. My mistake. It. So, okay. It's Kotlowski who kept it. First down for Stoughton. Thanks for the check on that, Dennis. First and goal for the Vikings. Trailing 10-0 with now 537 and counting to go. I think he wanted Sarbacher to have it. It wasn't a clean exchange. Rather than fumble, he just kept it and forced his way forward. Kind of a tandem effort there in a way. Heady play for a sophomore. Ball spot in the middle of the field. Two receivers right, one to the left. Nope, bunch formation to the right make that as Scheuer Shipper comes out from the backfield a little bit late. Awaiting the snap, Kotalowski takes the snap, rolls right into pressure, wants to throw toward the end zone, diving attempt incomplete on the far right sideline. That was almost a sensational Brown. catch. But instead, it is second down and goal for Stoughton. Clock stops, 5-10 to play. Vikings have all three timeouts. Backup quarterback, sophomore Colin Kotalowski is in the game for the injured Drew Vinny. Went down late in the third quarter. Stoughton has had the ball at the 10-yard line. This is the fourth time tonight. The first two resulted in interceptions, and the second ended with a missed field, or excuse me, the third ended with a missed field goal. Crowd getting loud on second and goal at the seven. Kotalowski, shotgun, takes the snap, delayed handoff. Here yes. goes Sarbacher into the end zone. Touchdown, Stoughton. Season's not over yet. 5.03 to go in the game. The Vikings are on the board. Senior running back Cole Sarbacher, his sixth rushing touchdown of the year. 10-6 Grafton point after pending. Dennis, you mentioned this is not the usual kicker for the Stoughton Vikings. A soccer player. Snap a little bit low, it's fumbled, it's picked up. Now an option play, they're gonna throw it and nowhere to go, oh. brought down back near the 15 yard line. Elijah Hartberg stepping into action. I didn't think he was probably gonna end up getting tackled at any point tonight, but the attempt there is no good. 10 to six, Grafton leads Stoughton with 5.03 to play in the game. 30 second timeout, we're back for the thrilling finish next on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Jesse Nelson, Dennis Semrau, Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN and the ESPN Madison YouTube channel. 10-6, Grafton leads Stoughton. We welcome over 2,000 of you watching live on YouTube on ESPN Madison. We thank you for joining us tonight. The state semifinal in Division III, 10-6, Grafton leads Stoughton. The Vikings with their first points of the night with 5.03 to go in the fourth quarter. Dennis, they are led by the sophomore backup quarterback, Colin Kotlowski, who leads the Vikings down the field. The big play to Sawyer Shipper, and then the touchdown run by Cole Sarbacher. Yeah, that was six, six yards. Better yet, only 2.14 off the clock. 5.03, we got an onside kick attempt. Nope, we're going to kick gonna, it deep. With all three timeouts, Stoughton kicks it away. It's fumbled at the 10-yard line, picked up by Grafton at the 15, returned out to the 20, outside the numbers, near the 23-yard line before going out of bounds. So it is Blackhawks football. Grafton 
seeking its first state championship appearance since 1984 if they come away and hang on with a victory tonight. Their only championship wins in 1981 and 82 in Division II, hoping for a big opportunity to compete for a gold ball next Friday morning at Camp Randall Stadium, but they got to take care of business here at Waukesha West High School first. Kip Kramer, the coach of that team, got to see him after the Verona game. His son, Scott, with Verona, and his grandson, also a coach. Uh, coach Kramer is really rooting for this one tonight. Brady Hilgart, the junior quarterback, awaiting the snap. 4.53 to go in the game. Directing traffic at the line of scrimmage. Tommy Lutz is the junior running back. He's the horse Dennis has said you run it with. He gets the carry. Lutz forward only two yards, maybe three, out past the 25-yard line. We'll see where they spot him. I think they'll give him the 27 <laughs> for a gain of three, but we'll check. Uh, the, ever the gentleman, Sarbacher, dumped him on his butt and offered a hand to, to pick him up. Yep, they'll call it a gain of three, three officially. Second down and seven, 4.30 to go in the game. Stoughton does have all three timeouts. When do you choose to use them if you're the Vikings? Grafton hoping they don't ever give the ball back to Stoughton tonight. Shotgun formation. Hilgard takes the snap. Pitch it for Lutz. Lutz running left. Sidesteps one would-be tackler. Out past the 30. Brought down at the 32. Third and two, Grafton. Biggest defensive play of the year upcoming for the Stoughton Vikings. And the Blackhawks, that was two yards to gain for this first town. You know how important that would be. That puts uh, Lutz over 100 yards, 103 yards tonight. Under 3.50 to go. Clock still running. Third and two. They need to get to the 34. Ball on the left hash, two receivers right. Hilgart with Lutz to his left. Waits for the snap. Takes it. Pitch Lutz left side. Outside the numbers. Oh, it's going to be close. He, he barreled forward. Let's see where they spot him. And Joe Walleen, uh, one of the captains. Yeah, they'll give him a first down. Oh, Walleen looked like he had him short. They're going to give him the 34 and a half. He needed the 34. Tommy Lutz, and it was the extra little barrel forward that got the first down yard. I think they would not have had it if he didn't lower the shoulder and flip a little bit to get that extra yardage. Yeah, we'll see what happens here on first down. When they start calling their timeouts, or are they going to call one right here? Yeah, let's see what like uh, the decision is. Clock has stopped. Somebody called timeout. I didn't see the indication of who it was. I mean, if I'm Stoughton, I'm thinking I'm probably thinking to do it. Uh, they call it Stoughton. Yeah, I think they're going to say it was a Stoughton timeout. A couple uh, score updates while we check on the timeout here into the fourth quarter for teams around the Madison area. Wanakee holding on to a 17-14 lead over Kakana. Battle of one seeds in Division Two. Winner of that game gets Lake Geneva Badger or Sun Prairie East. Looks like the Cardinals season may come to an end. Badger unbeaten on the year with a 28-6 lead over Sun Prairie East in the other Division II semifinal. And Lodi has extended its lead in Division Four for a 35-21 lead over Baldwin-Woodville. So it looks like the Blue Devils and Catholic Memorial may be on a collision course for an unbeaten uh, Lodi 
to face Catholic Memorial and the Crusaders at Camp Randall next Thursday night in the B4 Championship. First and 10, Grafton. Tommy Lutz running right side. Using a blocker out past the 35-yard line. Brought down at the 37 for a gain of three. Well, they're going to say the original line of scrimmage was the 35, so I guess we'll call that a gain of two to the 37. Second and eight, and Stoughton calls a timeout. They'll have one remaining. Simbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania, ESPN Madison. Stick around after the game for the final haul presented by Stoughton Trailers. Also want to remind you, Canopy Wealth Management has a balanced approach to help guide you through a complex and ever-changing landscape. Throughout your family's financial planning journey, they will serve as a partner, advocate, and steward to help achieve your goals with confidence. At Canopy Wealth Management, they believe that values matter and strengthen the community. When you work with Canopy, care, competence, and clarity isn't a tagline. It's a promise. Go to canopy-wealth.com to get started today. Let's also pause 10 seconds for station identification, 10 seconds for a station ID. You're listening on 100.5 ESPN to Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Jesse Nelson and the Dean Dennis Semrau with you from Waukesha West High School. Second and eight, Grafton trying to run out the clock and get back to Camp Randall Stadium in a first state championship game since 1984. Shotgun formation, Brady Hilgard. Hands off, Tommy Lutz, right side. Stoughton's Nothing. defense was waiting. Got a yard out to the 33, kept the knees churning, and the pile ended up near the 30, or excuse me, the 40-yard line. Let's see where they officially spot him. Line to gain is the 45. They'll give him the 39, setting up third down and six. And Stoughton calls its final timeout. Dennis Semrau, 2.58 to go in the game. Third and six for Grafton. This is the season for the Stoughton defense. If you're Grafton, you get this first down, you're going to state. You're going to state. Yep. What do you do? Well, if you give the ball in uh, the way the defense is playing right there, you, you have to punt. I'd say they're going to see if they can get uh, – one on, uh, uh, I would say Collins from last week. Uh, I'll tell you, uh, Lutz has been just as good as Collins was a week ago on that Mount Horeb game at, against Green Bay and Notre Dame. And I, I think uh, you bring Lutz out of the backfield, maybe a little swing pass. Looks like they're uh, uh, split two receivers wide, but Lutz is your, your horse. You want to get the ball in his hands somehow here. Could be a trip to state if Grafton picks up the first down. Ball in the right hash. Two receivers left, one to the right. It's a reverse play running left. Dickerson did not get the first down. He lost a yard. They tried a little trickeration to go get the first down, but Stoughton snuffed it out. No. <laughs> That's not the time to get tricky here when you're clinging to a lead. I disagree with that call, but... And the Vikings get the ball back, Dennis, with a chance to try and go win the game under 2.30 to go. No timeouts. Oh, last week we saw the Vikings uh, from Mount Horeb go 58 yards in 51 seconds, so it can't be done. But with a sophomore backup quarterback, it's going to be a lot tougher. They'll punt it away. Sawyer Shipper awaits the return for Stoughton. You got punt block on here. The Vikings are coming. Good snap. 
Good oh, kick. About. It so soars into the sky, bouncing at the 35. Oh, and a generous oh. Grafton bounce all the way inside the 25 down to the 23-yard line. That is a big bounce, gaining an extra 13 yards for the Grafton special team. Has there been a punt return tonight? <laughs> all these guys so. are just letting the ball bounce, and every time the punter has gotten an extra 10 to 15 yards. So, uh, well, in that one, if you come up, call fair catch. But, again, I guess you're worried about a turnover here, so you'd rather have the ball hit the turf. All right, folks, over 2,100 of you joining us on the ESPN Madison YouTube channel with a trip to state on the line. It doesn't get much better than this. Minute 52 to go. Stoughton trailing 10-6. Viking football backup quarterback Colin Kotlowski leading the way. And no timeouts. <laughs> Here's the snap. Kotlowski looks left, throws, deflected, incomplete. Clock stops with a minute 46 to go. Grafton's defense getting the hands up on the line of scrimmage. Nicely done by the Blackhawks up front. Second and 10, Stoughton, minute 46 to go. Kotlowski's 6-1, so it's not a short guy up there, but some good defensive pressure there on that front line by the Blackhawks. Junior quarterback Drew Vinny left the game with an injury late in the third quarter. Stoughton's had some scoring opportunities tonight that have come up short. They first punted on their last offensive series led by Kotlowski. Second and ten. Kotlowski throws left side. Incomplete. Open man dropped at the 37-yard line. Johnson thought about where he was going next before he completed the catch. Third and 10, clock stops with 102 seconds to go. Drama. Division three. Two plays, you gotta pick up the first down here. You gotta keep the chains moving, so, versus going for, uh, for it all. Maybe a couple of short plays here. Receivers gotta be getting out of bounds too. Kotlowski directs traffic out of the huddle. Two receivers to either side. Here's the snap. Kotlowski fakes the handoff, and they've got a screen set up. Throws intercepted. Side. It's picked off, and Grafton will take it all the way. And the Blackhawks have Camp Randall on their minds. Dalton Randall, number 10, pick six. Blackhawks, pick six. Grafton with a 10-point lead with a minute 31 to go. Number 10. What a play for the Blackhawks. The celebration is on for fans of Grafton. On the far side of the field, Stoughton Vikings fans devastated, having one last hope that this Cinderella story would last all the way to a state championship. Story of the game, turnovers 3-1, three, three interceptions, Blackhawks, and uh, only able to convert once in the red zone in four attempts for Stoughton. Little confusion here on the point after attempt for Grafton. They have all their timeouts remaining if they wanted to use one to collect it, but they get their guy out there. So the point after attempt on its way for Harrison Burke through the uprights. Good. 17 to 6. Grafton leads Stoughton with a minute 31 to go. Grafton, start making some travel plans for next Friday morning. Get the coffee going early. Gonna have a trip to Camp Randall to get ready for. Wow. Intense. Drama. Exciting for both sides tonight. 
And it appears, Dennis, that Stoughton's run is going to come up just short. That magic, magical season with a playoff run. Did everything they could. Down to their third string quarterback, was able to get one touchdown, but not the last one. Good pressure up front there, the defensive uh, pressure there. Uh, Sugar, Holmes, and uh, Peterson. Also Cornelius tonight, he's had a great night. And uh, again, you wonder, oh, on his reads, was that who he was going to? And uh, Ryan will read him. I'm not sure, we'll find that out later. But great, great play by the defense for Grafton right when they needed it the most. Dalton Rindle, the senior with a pick six to seal it for the Grafton Blackhawks. Grafton has not been to state since 1984. They only won state championships in 81 and 82 in back-to-back -back seasons. And for Rindle, that's his first interception of the year. He, has two, he had two previous touchdowns on fumble returns. So uh, you talk about a multi-talented defensive player. <laughs> when he gets turnovers, he scores off of them. Sarbacher's return out to the 36-yard line where Stoughton will set up first down with a minute 25 to go. It's a formality at this point. Stoughton down by two scores. You know they're going to play hard to the end here. The Vikings, Dennis, uh, let's close the book on this outstanding chapter of postseason football for Stoughton and head coach Jason Becker. They have never advanced in school history this far in the postseason in football. An incredible year for a team that hit its stride when it mattered most as the pass is complete to Chris Cooksey, the senior, out past the 40-yard line. Cooksey, a heck of a year, came into this game as the leading receiver in touchdowns and in yards gained for the Vikings this season. Pick up six on that play. Well, we talked about it, Dennis. We saw Stoughton a couple of times this season. We thought, okay, like DeForest got him pretty good. Kotlowski throws deep left side into coverage. Incomplete with a double team for the Grafton defense. Their clock stops with 58 seconds to go. DeForest got Stoughton pretty good. Sun Prairie East just took care of business in the final game of the regular season. Stoughton made it to the playoffs, and he thought, okay, what kind of run is it? Like Probably a you know, seven seed. You never know. Stoughton. Unbelievable run at Greendale. They win 41 to 20 in convincing fashion. They go on the road at Waterford, a really good team, and win 27 to 16. And then they beat the number one seed, the Monroe Cheesemakers, a defending state champion last year, coming back from down 16 nothing in the second half. Yeah, beat, what, a, what a run! Beat one, beat two, beat three, but couldn't beat seed number four. Kotlowski to throw right side again. It's caught by Cooksey at the 45. Grafton will gladly allow Stoughton to do that. And an injured Stoughton Viking player goes down. That's Anthony Gutierrez, the junior offensive lineman, number 78 in the road whites with 52 seconds to go. It appears that Grafton will face Rice Lake next week at Camp Randall. Rice Lake has defeated Notre Dame by a final score of 30-15. to 15. So the Notre Dame Academy, big win last week over Mount Hora Barnabelt, the team that won the Badger Small Conference. And they just couldn't quite get all the way to Camp Randall, could the Tritons. Instead, it is Rice Lake making another return, a dominant program in Wisconsin high school football. We've seen Rice Lake there before. They'll have a chance to win another one. Yeah, we were talking last week. We thought that might have been the championship game. We saw Rice Lake thought otherwise and took it to him tonight. I so, tell you what, though, when you, when you got a player like Tommy Lutz, Grafton has a chance against Rice Lake next week. That could be a really fun game at 10 a.m. Friday. 
Stoughton facing first and 10. Gonna throw it deep, Kotlowski right side, double team, intercepted at the 20. Picked off by Grafton, Nick Schiller, the safety, seals the win for the Blackhawks. 39 seconds to go and the celebration is on for Grafton. Now it's taking any time and go out and get your uh, championship, uh, your sectional, something, your, your plaque. They do get one to get to state. And then next week, no matter what, you got a ball, gold oh, yeah. or silver. There's one that you definitely prefer to take home to draft, and there's no doubt about that. It's like basketball. I mean, the sectional, that last game to get to state, that's the big one. The Grafton Blackhawks finishing tied atop the Woodland Conference standings with Wisconsin Lutheran this year. Greendale, Greenfield were both 5-2, and two, but it was Grafton at the top, and with a win over Wisconsin Lutheran not once but twice this season. They are not only Woodland Conference champions, but they are now going to be potentially Division Three champions if they can get it done against Rice Lake next week. What a night for Grafton. What a game and what a season and what a journey as the number four seed in this sectional continues all the way to Camp Randall Stadium. They'll take a knee here to run the clock down. Heart, heartbreaker for the Vikings. Lose their uh, Casey Crom, their all-region, potentially all-state uh, defensive back, backup quarterback, and then lose the starter, Vinny, in this game. But they kept clawing and scratching right down to the end. And uh, when you got to put the ball, the defense knows you got to throw it. And that's the chance for the interceptions. And Grafton able to pick off too late, get four for the game, plus three for turnovers. They don't need to snap it again. The celebration is on for the Grafton Blackhawks. For the first time since 1984, Grafton will compete for a WIAA football state championship. 17-6, the final. Confetti flies into the air at Waukesha West High School as the Grafton fans celebrate a trip to Camp Randall. We talked a lot about Tommy Lust tonight, the star of the game. I like how both teams introduce their teams as the team. The defense as a unit for Grafton, six points on that board is all they gave up, four interceptions. I think they're going to give Royce Lake all they can handle. It's going to be a fun one next Friday, 10 a.m., Grafton and Rice Lake in the Division Three. WIAA State Football Championship. You'll hear it right here on 100.5 ESPN. I'm calling that That's game. your game. That's yeah, I'll your be game. back for that one. All right. I get to see Grafton and Rice Lake next Friday morning. The celebration is on. We will be back with the Stoughton Trailers final haul and final thoughts on this game. 17-6. Grafton beats Stoughton to advance to the Division Three State Championship. Four minutes, and we'll be back with the post game here on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Mania on 100.5 ESPN and the ESPN Madison YouTube channel. The celebration continuing here as fans get out onto the field at Waukesha West High School celebrating the Grafton Blackhawks advancing to the Division Three WIAA State Football Championship. Final score tonight, Grafton 17, Stoughton 6. 
on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Dennis, before we look at some scores for other teams around the area, let's get a check of the final haul brought to you by Stoughton Trailers. Since 1962, Stoughton Trailers has been a family-owned and operated business with competitive wages and excellent benefits, plus growth and advancement opportunities. Stoughton Trailers is an exciting place to grow your career. Join the collaboration, innovation, and dynamic team atmosphere at Stoughton Trailers with positions now open in production, operations, finance, sales, engineering, supply chain and more go to stojobs.com to apply today on behalf of stoughton trailers best of luck to all the remaining participants in this year's postseason stoughton trailers big trailers big opportunities dennis let's get a check of that final haul brought to you by stoughton trailers three numbers stand out in this one first of all the biggest play of the game 61 yard touchdown pass from brady hilgard to Jaden teagues to open it up just 11 seconds that's all it took, one play. And that proved to be the difference. It was all they needed uh, to score. Uh, next one, 25 carries, 105 yards for, uh, for Lutz, the running back. Outstanding game. And they were able to have a nice long drive, a 16-play, 64-yard drive with a field goal, which made a difference there because it made it a uh, two-score game after uh, Stoughton could not uh, convert on an extra point. And the last one is four turnovers on interceptions, four interceptions to one fumble recovery. And what, that was one of the keys for Stoughton was stay ahead of the chains and win the turnover battle. They did not tonight. One for four in, in uh, possessions in the red zone is all that uh, Stoughton could get. They got a touchdown, but that was not enough tonight. Final score, 17-6. to six. Grafton defeats Stoughton. Dennis, we, we said some of this at the end of the broadcast of the game, but let's cycle back one more time. Uh, Stoughton finishes with a 7-6 and six record overall on this season. They finished tied for fourth in their conference. Under 500 in the regular season in conference play and overall. But here they are making the longest run in postseason history, in school history, to the state semifinal round. Hats off to Stoughton, peaking when it mattered most, and they have a lot of players, including quarterback Drew Vinny, that coming back to next season uh, can lead this team to what they hope will be, once again, new heights and a potential state championship. It was interesting, too. You look at last summer, and again, it's going to be this next summer, Stoughton scrimmaged Grafton, Sun Prairie East, and Kettle Moraine. Three of those teams made it to level four, one to level three. And one was the number one team in the state for a long, for a long time. time. Yep. So you look at uh, Stoughton, they, they had that scrimmage, and at the end, having that kind of test early, they were able to bounce back. They had, their longest winning streak of the year was three games the first three weeks of the playoffs. So it was a magical run, especially those comebacks. And to beat Monroe, the defending state champ last week, these kids will never forget that. They just ran out of time tonight. You run out of two quarterbacks. Sophomore's got to step in. Led him to one touchdown. And that 42-yard completion he had to Sawyer Shipper, he will never forget that. His first varsity completion. And then uh, Sarbacher you know, bouncing in for the end zone. And he's had a great career here. Now we look forward to seeing him on the wrestling mat this winter. An outstanding season and an outstanding run for the Stoughton Vikings. Congrats to Coach Becker and his staff. They did a fantastic job here down the stretch. And now let's talk about Grafton, Dennis, because I, I don't want to jump ahead and start thinking about 2024, but all the significant pieces here. Hilgart's a junior. Lutz is a junior. Dickerson's a junior. Lemke and Hildebrand are juniors. There are a lot of seniors who do a lot of good things for this team, and it's why they could win a championship next week. But not only is Grafton positioned to try and win one next week, they 
they have a chance to tra potentially try and run this back as one of the best teams in the state next year. Yeah, this looks like it could be a back-to-back. -back. And on the defense anchoring, that'll be Tyler Heinley, who led the team in tackles and in tackles for losses this year. He had some big plays. They have what's called an at-large position in the conference, which he got uh, in the Woodland Conference. Uh, but again, uh, really impressed with uh, uh, Brady Hilgart. He came in completing 72% of his passes. Stoughton uh, made him miss a few more of those tonight. But And then Tommy Lutz. I mean, both those guys are going to be back next year. And then you look at their left tackle, James Nellis, who's uh, going to be getting a lot of looks here. D1 schools are looking after him. Their offensive line had two sophomores, two juniors starting. Do you want a veteran line and a rookie running back or a rookie line and a veteran running back? What happens when you got them both? <laughs> That's championship <laughs> mode. So uh, congrats to Coach Norris. Uh, done an outstanding job. His sixth year, they only won 18 games in a span of almost two decades. And now they're uh, with 20 and 4 in their last 24 games. Unreal. Grafton to the state championship next week where they will face Rice Lake for the Division Three state championship, 10 a.m. Friday on 100.5 ESPN. The game after that will be Lake Geneva Badger and Wanakee. A battle of unbeatens. Wanakee defeats Kakana 24-14 to get the win at Ripon tonight. Wanakee unbeaten back to Camp Randall Stadium for the 12th time since 1999. Dennis, the Warriors, and Coach Pat Rice have a chance to do it again. I've seen every one of those games, and this could be one of Coach Rice's best. And that says a lot considering he had a three-year winning streak and three straight state champions. Lake Geneva Badger and Wanakee Battle of Unbeatens at Camp Randall next week. And then there's a developing story in Division 4. This thing is getting crazy between Luxembourg Casco and Catholic Memorial. We all thought the Crusaders, that you just chalk them up to go to Camp Randall every year, right? Luxembourg Casco has something else to say about that. Trailing 21-20 to late in the fourth quarter, Luxembourg Casco has the ball at its own six. They started. They are at the Catholic Memorial 27. So we're going to stick around. You can listen to that game on our sister station, 620 WTMJ, coming down to a thrilling finish. The winner of that game will face the Lodi Blue Devils. Head coach Dave Pulls and an undefeated season for Lodi. The Blue Devils are back at Camp Randall Stadium next week. Dennis, they finally get there. We get to see Lodi in action in that Division Four championship game, a team that is so good for so long in that Capital Conference. We knew it might be the best conference in the Madison area entering this season. Lodi represents it at the state championships. Outstanding performance by uh, Dave, and Dave Poles announced earlier this would be his last year. His son uh, is a senior. That whole group of seniors, uh, he's coached since they were – uh, little Tykes uh, playing what probably touch football in their backyards. He's been their coach forever. So uh, to go out with a state championship is every coach's dream. Mike Minnick got to do that with DeForest, and we'll see if Dave Poles gets to do that next week. Stick around, as you will see on ESPN Madison's social media platforms, what the matchups are at Camp Randall Stadium in their entirety from Division 7, Thursday at 10 a.m. until Division 1, Friday at 4 p.m. Championship Thursday and Friday next week at Camp Randall Stadium. All seven WIAA State Football Championship games do play right here on 100.5 ESPN.
Once again, our final score here tonight at Waukesha West High School, Grafton 17, Stoughton 6. For nearly 50 years, Zimbrick Honda's provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles, and the trusted staff of Zimbrick Honda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're in the market for a new or used Honda, visit Zimbrick Honda in Madison today or online at ZimbrickHonda.com. I'm doing my best to stall you want to see if Luxembourg game. Casco gets it done here against Catholic Memorial. Uh, they've got third and ten at the 25, so we're not going to have a result before we sign off here. I'm sorry you got to switch over to 620 WTMJ. You can listen to the game free and live. Go ahead and do that. Same thing with all the championship games next week. We'll see what all the matchups do entail. Once again, final here, Grafton 17, Stoughton 6. Congratulations to the Grafton Blackhawks for the first time since 1984 returning to Camp Randall Stadium. For our audio producer, Riley Yauk in the Everlight Solar ESPN Madison studio, who had a heck of a time getting this thing all over on the air tonight. Appreciate Riley and all of his efforts. As for our video producer, Ryan Woolley Wollersheim, here with us at Waukesha West High School, all of his efforts bringing over 2,000 live viewers into our ESPN Madison YouTube channel to bring you this game tonight and of course for my partner the Dean Dennis Semrau. Always a pleasure sir. Can't wait to road trip back to Madison with you another hour. Let's go. My name is Jesse Nelson. 17-6 Grafton advances to state in the Division 3 championship game next week. This has been Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on ESPN Madison.